Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry. And this is our podcast where we try and write and create a comic book as well as talk about all different kinds of things. Check out our website, snarfcomics.com. It's going to have uh, parts of our comic book on there, parts of past comic books that we've done, uh, and a bunch of other things that we want on there. And please subscribe and tell your friends, and thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Well, here's your pen clicking. Not clicking it. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. So, here we are. Are you recording? I am. Damn it, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) What is the problem with that? I don't know. I can't. You're just being sneaky with your recording. I'm just clicking buttons, man. Because he doesn't want us to be like, hey, kids. Welcome to the podcast. Right. But welcome to the podcast. Nonetheless. Hey, guys. (laughs) We're back. We are back. After a long absence. Yes, big break because of, you know, holidays. Yeah, the most wonderful time of the year. It really was. I And every year I think about taking, like, two weeks straight off of work for the holidays, and I don't. I usually take a bunch of time off for harvest. Um, but this coming up year, I, I'm going to. I, I should have this year. For some reason, and it was the way the holidays fell, you know, like... Christmas was on a Tuesday. The Trumpster gave us Christmas Eve off, us federal workers. So we had two holidays in a row there. And then I went back to work on, like, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Why did I do that? No. I I should have just taken those three days off and then had, you know, and then and that Monday, which I did take Monday off. So I had two four-day weekends, but I've worked three days in between those four days. Did you have this week off? I, uh, until Tuesday, and then I oh. worked Wednesday, today, and tomorrow. Oh, see, yeah, I, just, I took the two weeks off. I need to, but I was out of town for a wedding, so it was really silly of me, and I, I'm never going to do it again. I'm pledging here today, forever, on this podcast, and ever. It'll be recorded forever. It'll go down in the annals of history. The annals of history. <laughs> yes, the colon of history. That, that you will take two weeks. I off. will take. Like a week and a half. It probably won't be a full two weeks. Well, because you get your holidays, so. Right. But much more time off this coming up here. I don't know, though, because it 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 drug on, I feel like, the time off. You're cooped up at home. You're doing things. And I've had, let's see. So my sister was here. She's got two kids. So we had five kids in the house for a week. And then uh, Amy's sister had went out to California, and her kids stayed with us. She's got three, so then we had six kids in the house for the next week. Wow. And uh, I so bet you were had, glad you were at work. We've had kids. For some we've of that some time. Kids. It made us really realize that we don't want any more kids, <laughs> which I don't think is a bad thing. I've really realized that a long time ago. Um, I love three kids. I think three kids is great, but oof. Don't don't give me four or five or six. No, no, I can refrain from that. Yeah, I'm just not. It's not for me. So hopefully you're enjoying our new audio. 
we are everybody's favorite topic of conversation <laughs> everybody loves talking about microphones that's like some of the feedback that independently me and jerry have both gotten from different people it's like yeah. please don't talk about the microphones or your audio system or your yeah. setup because it's not interesting but it's consumes a vast majority of our lives so and the podcast doesn't exist without these systems these right? devices like any of these devices um, make us the characters we are so this desk is now covered littered in electronic devices so we've completely went back to the drawing board we're now using two high quality analog microphones mm -hmm. and xlr connections into an analog usb interface device <laughs> which all of those words people don't care about but either way i think it's working a lot better the sound that we've played back and listened to is I think it was super easy for you to set up yeah it was very easy to set up and it sounds great yeah and, and our monitoring sounds great back so yeah. it's a little I'm less very excited about this and i think it we're it was easy and cheap we're moving on up well <laughs> it was cheap because um my nephew happened to own most of the equipment already right that's fine. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't need it. Well, anyway, I think it's working out great. Apparently he didn't he didn't know that we have this like massively successful podcast yeah. that's going like global. Hey, it's that... actually worldwide because we've had listeners in uh let's see uh, what was it? Ireland. Uh like I think there was one Iceland and the Iceland the, or Greenland. The Iceland the the Icelanders? Icelanders? What's the, like, how do you, what is a person from Iceland? Icelandic? The Icelandic people. They've yeah. always liked me. They have they really? Yeah. No uh, kidding. Every Icelandic person I've ever met. Really? Has been drawn to me. Really? That's, I've, I've been known to draw on a few Norwegians here and there. There you go. Not Icelandic people. I've been to Iceland once. Really? Yep. In the in the army? Yeah, we flew in there, landed. I forgot about it completely. But I saw a picture of a guy a guy that I deployed with. He put a picture up on Facebook and uh it was him sitting in an airport with his feet up and looking out the window and it was like it the caption was like taking a break, um taking a break in Iceland at the airport. And I was like, what deployment was this on? Because he went on more deployments than me. He went on one other deployment, and he went to get Afghanistan. And I was like, what, you know, was this when you went to Afghanistan? He's like, no. He's like, it's when we stopped in Iceland together. Wait, 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 wait. It's like, oh, <clears throat> let me get didn't this know right. this. Did you leave the airport? No, 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 no. So you were never in Iceland? We were in the country. In the terminal? Did you leave the terminal of the airport? No. That's international. There's no country inside of an, an airline terminal. Well, you can be as ridiculous as you want, Chris. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's why you can buy duty-free stuff. I I get it, but I did see out the window and saw the countryside. Well, I mean, that's have you ever really no it? different than me seeing it through a TV screen. That's TV not screen. true at all. That's not true. <laughs> okay, the time zone was different. I mean, and that I counts. Think the best you can say is a small piece of double pane glass separated me from Iceland once. Yeah. Yeah. I was still in the country. Well, <laughs> agree to disagree. And that'll be the first time we say like that. Like if, if you're in an embassy <laughs> in another country, are you in that country? Because like the U.S. embassy is U.S. soil, right? But you flew to that country, right? Well, let's say you took a helicopter right to the embassy. So 
I'm not going to argue about this. I was in Iceland. I was also in Ireland, but that I did go out. And I, have, I would love to go to Ireland. I hear it's phenomenal. I, it's like on my top of my list, but it's low on the list of places I want to bring children to. Yeah. So yeah. there's really not a lot of opportunities. <laughs> so you got a while to go places. You got a while children. before that'll ever happen. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, how was your Christmas? It was. It was busy. Yeah. It was um, busy, and uh, good. It was good. Mine was Christmassy. Good. It was pretty normal. Jolly. I was glad my sister came in. We haven't seen my sister in a long time. Well, since summer, but. Uh, she's never seen our house, so that was good. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like the days leading up to Christmas were um, less busy than they usually are, which was kind of nice because I felt like it didn't like sneak up right on me. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice. But then Christmas Eve, Christmas, and then like we left right after that to go out of town for a wedding. I just felt like that was all pretty hectic, but it was good. Oh, yeah. Where'd you go? You went to well, Champagne. Just to Champagne, yeah. but anywhere you're going with three kids is... Hectic. Oh, yeah. And you were gone for a couple days, weren't you? Yeah, I was just gone for like three days total. Hmm. Well, not even. Like two and a half. But um, there was a lot of illness in the house. Yes, that's what we've had. Every boy was sick, but uh, Grady wasn't too bad. But then I've had a sore throat, and I was telling you earlier, earlier today how I felt like my throat was trying to kill me. He was trying to wuss out. No, no, actually, you I weren't. wasn't. I was literally telling you like today was the only day I haven't felt like my throat was decomposing. Um, I can swallow fine, and I can speak, so that's a positive. And that's really all you need for a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I look phenomenal all the time. So I missed uh, doing the podcast because it's been what over oh, yeah. two weeks. Yeah, something like that. We've been it's like been right this last month. We've without two. Since like yeah, it was only it's only been two, two in four or five weeks. So we need to like up that. Schedule. I think, yeah, I think we did two in December, and that we did two in November, two in December, and now we're in January. I think some of the views have kind of slowed, but they're still they did slow, but then it, it, it comes. In it's waves. got peaks and valleys. Like there's there will be a day where we don't get very many, and then the next day we get five. So now it's fine. I mean, we're not doing this for. Fame. fame we're doing fortune. this for fame and fortune yeah you're right what? we are doing that for fame and fortune i am i don't know what you're in this for because we've already got 10 sponsors that are giving us thousands of dollars each yeah that's right it's incredible <laughs> it's just hey we had uh so i had hooked up on our blog we, we did our last podcast um which we can probably talk about a little bit but our last podcast was the top 10 Best comics for new readers. Right. I highly recommend if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that I one. I didn't ever tell you this, but I put that, I put it on, um, uh, I put the blog on Reddit. Yeah. Did I tell you this? No. Okay. So yeah, I put the blog that you had put together uh, up on Reddit and a lot of people looked at it and gave us feedback. Oh yeah. It just was on my account. So Oh, I would love to see that feedback. Were yeah, people negative or positive? I haven't checked it in a while, but um pull it up. No, like it we was, can live do some uh, It was overly positive. We can live do some co- or live read some um, comments. I do hear a little bit of a 
computer noise. Yeah, I did hear that too. Well, I think it's from my phone. Sorry about that, but it, we're still figuring that out. Okay, so maybe I only, maybe there was only um, like two comments. <laughs> I thought there was way more than that. I don't know how to check these very well. Well, anyway, oh. I put up a, a blog post that basically summarized what we talked about on our last podcast, which we got a lot of great feedback on that podcast. So, um, And then I had links in there to all the books we recommended, and there were Amazon links. And if you go check out that blog post on snarfcomics.com, you can see what all our recommendations were. Also listen to the podcast. But um, if you want to check out or buy any of those books which I highly recommend at least picking up Why the Last Man and Saga, which were two of our top picks, and The Dark uh, Knight Returns. Yes. Um, anyway, if you click through our blog, those links, it'll take you to Amazon. If you buy, then we get credit for that in our affiliate account. And I noticed today we had over 60 people go through that uh, blog post to look at stuff on Amazon. Nobody's bought anything. So if you're listening and you haven't bought anything, Shame on you. Yeah, shame on you. Because those books are really good. It's, yeah, you're it's making not a big about, mistake. Um, it's, I mean, it's not. we're not making money off of this. It's no, no, no. We get like, uh, if it's a $10 book, I bet you we get, what, 10 cents? Yeah, something like that. I actually think you get 5%. So, so that's 50 cents. <laughs> so I overplayed this. It was literally only two comments. But it's got four upvotes. Uh, one guy said, love it. Sandman and Long Halloween are my favorite. We didn't have Long Halloween. Well, you had yeah, it on your... Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the other guy says... This guy's name was Folk Loki. Sure. Uh, yeah. Says, mostly makes sense. A bit Batman heavy. Also, Civil War at number one has me going, huh? Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. No, neither could I. And I agreed. But... um but he was aware that there were different people. Yes, and that's what I said. Uh, I said, yep. I said that everybody has different opinions on different things. You know, I think uh, I I liked that the fact that um, the, the all our picks, so, you know, not that this guy, not that, not that folk Loki is listening, yeah, all the picks that we picked weren't like, hey, you know, we've extensively researched this, and these are the greatest. They no. were, what has affected we've, us? What have we read? What are these books that have affected our lives in whatever way that they have? And I, I don't, this is, I, I said it in the last podcast, like, this is what I love about comic books in general to begin with, is that there is such a broad range of, I mean, topics, uh, styles, artists like everything stories everything is just so different you can have one guy that's just dedicated to superhero comics and that's fine you can have one guy that's dedicated to like just zombie stuff right you know what i mean and then you've got someone like me who just is and you who is like a mixed match of all of it right it just likes all of that kind of thing and what i do think you got to think about too the list was best comics for new readers right, right. and i didn't i didn't follow that no, I did. Well, I think I, we all did a pretty good job of following that. To I do a, to think a point, but Civil I, War at number one is a great comic for new readers, especially in the superhero drama, uh, superhero genre, because it is a fairly complex story. It's interesting. It's um, relevant. But for new readers, I would say that 
You got to know some you, backstory. Yeah, you don't have any backstory on on most of those characters, though. So that's true. How do you? But again, we like you said, we weren't you sticking to the whole new reader exactly. thing. Exactly. Like, the biggest problem Bible. with that would be that you don't have any sort of attachment to the character because you don't know anything about them to begin with. So why would you want to pick a side? Or why would you want to see them fight each other? Or what basis? Or like, or like what is the weight there to well, I think, want to care I think everybody, about each side? Um, but knows now, the characters. Nowadays they do. Right. Yeah. Nowadays it would be a lot easier since the movies are out. You're right. I but, agree. Anyway, I um, cool. That's good feedback. We um, I'm gonna continue to do things like that and try to plug it on Reddit because I love Reddit. I talk about it all the time. Yeah. And if you get the right if you get the right thing on Reddit at the right time, it'll blow up. It's hard to beat Reddit for most things. I mean, there's a front page of the internet, man. Yeah, that's right. I don't check it as much as I used to. Yeah, but um, I do. It's somewhat of an addiction of mine. So if none of you have ever checked on Reddit, get on there, man. Yeah, there's a there's, there's a, a native Reddit app for iOS now. There didn't used to be. There is. I used to use. It's a, a good app too. Alien Blue was their was an app that supported Reddit to begin with, and that's what I always used. That's the one I used as well. Yeah, but it's gone now, yeah. and it's an actual Reddit app because the place or that uh, website took off. But there are um, really good. subreddits for like anything, any literally interest anything. you can imagine. Any TV show, comic book, superhero, it's individual, completely like, unrelated to comics. Even there's and it, about yeah, everything. It's everything. There's one on podcasting. I mean, there's one on uh, health and nutrition. There's at, at literally like, any topic you can. Possibly I'm in think one of. about crossbows. Yeah. Or not crossbows. Uh, um, compound bows. CrossFit. Are you one of those CrossFit no, people? No, 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 no. Not even close. Uh, uh, compound bow. I've got, I'm in one about compound bow. I'm in one about podcasting. I'm in one about um, uh, what else? Comic books, comic book collabs, writing, um, just all sorts. I mean, there's you can literally just type in words, and it'll be like, well, yep. There's six different categories right. for that, or subreddits. It gets um, wild on Reddit sometimes, but you got to be careful where you go. <laughs> There's different subreddits that are somewhat dangerous that you'll see things you don't want to see. Not, I wouldn't suggest it for just children. No, that's no. you got to know what you're kind of doing. You got to be a little bit of an internet professional. Oh, well, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, just really. you can fly under the radar pretty easily on Reddit as long as you don't make yourself look like an idiot. There's one guy on Reddit. This is a lengthy conversation on Reddit. I'm sorry, but there's one guy on Reddit, and I can't remember what his name is. Like my tag on on uh, Reddit is Gypsy Skillet. It's the same on Twitter. Mine is it's my um, favorite. Snarf Productions. I think it's hilarious. Good job carrying the brand. Thanks. <laughs> um, but there's one guy that he comments on things, right? So you'll be looking at a post. It'll be about something like, I don't know, a guy will be showing a picture of his dad in the 80s or something. And this guy will put a comment in there and he'll say, oh, funny story, you know, like, and he'll have this big, long story about his childhood and how it relates to this picture. But then at the end, he'll say, and in 1999, the Undertaker threw mankind off of Hell in the Cell and he fell 16 feet into the announcer's table. 
And he does every comment this way. And I've stumbled into this <laughs> comment probably 20 times. And if you go to his uh, like username, you could go through and see what his comments were. And that's all he does. <laughs> his comment, like, in 1999, The Undertaker threw mankind off hell in the self and fell 16 feet into the announcer's table. So all of these big elaborate stories he's making are completely made up, and then he just puts that. <laughs> I like the, the people who comment by this is another Reddit thing. They'll comment by making a, a really long personal story, and then you slowly realize as you read it that it's a plot the, to a movie. Yeah, yep, yeah. There's <laughs> so many people that do that. There's a lot of people that spend way too much time oh, into yeah. just writing comments. I believe that's what's called a troll. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we got on that because why were we, we getting on that? Oh, because I put the blog post. Well, up the there. blog post. I haven't even talked about that, but I did go go to snarfcomics.com. I put that blog post up. It was a roundup of that last podcast. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to release another one, hopefully this week or next week. That is because I, I did later my top ten superhero comics. Remember? Yeah, that needs to go up. There. I haven't put that up. Yet yeah, because that go was up there. that was like the whole second part of the podcast. Man, looking at that blog, it was so professional. Looks well, so professional with those fancy links and pictures in them. I mean, Gosh. that's what I do. I mean, and since we like comic books, we do like pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to put up that one. We uh, tried our first foray of, um, what do you call it, um, promotion. Yes. Because we promoted that blog post on Yeah, I on... screwed up too because I meant to cancel that after, uh, <laughs> after like our – uh, you get a, like a credit. Uh, you get credits for promotion on Facebook, and I meant to cancel that after those credits, and I definitely forgot, and it ended up costing me money. Oh well, whatever. But we reached a lot of people. We did the Instagram one was like, I, I'm I don't know if it's still Instagram going, but it was and, thousands. Yeah, so my Facebook uh, promotions also did it on Instagram. Okay, but the Facebook one reached like over five thousand people. It didn't, uh, let me look at the statistics. But if you, yeah. We haven't been very active on social media over the holidays. We've just, no. I, I've been really kind of laying low, to be honest. Trying to soak in the. Just love your family. Yeah. Good job. That's right. 3,989 um, people viewed uh, that post. Um, 5,000 impressions. For the 20, one you're for, talking about on Instagram? For $20. I mean, whatever. I don't know. I suppose it, we were just trying it out. We were more curious than anything. I don't like think we should spend a ton of money promoting anything no, until no, we no, have no, more no, no, stuff no. to promote. I, yeah, I won't be doing that again for a while. It's a good idea. I, it, we just wanted to learn about it, figure it out. The biggest thing is what I would promote is something like the blog post thing. Yeah, I agree. I think people will get the most out of that. Well, those are the types of blog posts. You know, everybody, everybody likes to look at top yeah. tens and stuff like that. Yep. Because it's quick. It's easily digestible. So, Yeah, I agree. Now, I it didn't was... go into depth on any of our choices because that's what the podcast is for. Right. So I'm going right. to need to do a little better at like, um, I, I'm not going to spend the time to summarize each one. That would have taken me forever. Mm-hmm. So listen to the podcast. Exactly. I mean, that's why we have both. We had our first um, special guest, the dude. The dude was on last week. Everybody really enjoyed that. He was really great for was being really good. his first time. I mean, I think he did better than we did our first two times. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just came very easily. I, it was, it was frustrating, it. and I had a lot of people that were frustrated. 
by the volume because he was a lot quieter than us. He was we further sh- away from the mic. Yeah, we should have pushed the microphone a little closer to him. And also like that when you when we used one mic for three of us, and I thought the audio quality was good, mm-hmm. but the problem is when you're that far away from the mic. Um, maybe we should have had the just, gain turned up more or whatever, but when we remastered it and exported it to put to iTunes, the volume is just too low, and yeah, I, you can't listen to it in your car. So I had a lot of people that were complaining about that. Yes. Whatever. And that's something we're working on. I mean, we we know it's an issue. So I don't think it's an issue if we have everybody has their own mic, and we can stay up close to the mic. Right, because I can adjust individual volumes. Yeah. Like that one... You adjust the volume, and it raises everybody's volume. So he's still lower than everyone. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It, it would make us extremely loud to people and him normal. Right. And it just wouldn't be pleasant to but listen to. But it picked to, up so. later on. He got a little closer to the mic, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, he did. Uh, later on in that, I, it didn't pick it up because I've listened to it. But later, later on in that podcast, he ended up going to the bathroom. And we could hear it clear as day because there's a bathroom close now, to us. Now, Nick Nick claimed that he heard that. Really? And I didn't say anything to him. He said it to me. I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear it either. I, I specifically tried to f- like find it. No, I couldn't hear it. I, I never heard it. But while we were recording, we could hear it yes. easily because it was like right next to us and we, our microphones were picking it up. So I thought it was on the recording. And just so and everybody like, knows, oh, this well. was in a separate room in a yeah. bathroom behind a closed door. It's not like... Right, it was standing in the other. But the, I I don't know. The microphones just pick up everything, and it was picking it up. And we looked at each other like, "Oh man, at least at least it's at the end of the podcast (laughs) because it was close to the very end." Uh, But yeah, listening to it, I didn't. I never heard it, and I I don't know if anybody. I don't think a lot of people listen to the the very end. No, Um, there are a select few, I think, that do. Uh, Ian, again, you're the man. He give us a bunch of gosh, um, you're good input. Yeah, it's he's he's fun. I, I love that guy. Um, he his 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 input, and his input and criticisms were so professional sounding too. He's like he is. He's like number one. Yeah, audio problems, fix them. <laughs> yeah. Number two, I think you guys have been really doing better about like cutting out the dead air. Yeah, and I'm like. You're right. You're right. Because we do think about that. Yeah. That's something that we specifically I'm thought gonna, about. I'm going to pull up his and, other. And we, we've we we've been trying to do that. But anyway, like at the end of that podcast, when he went to the bathroom, I didn't hear it. So hopefully you guys didn't hear it. If you did, let me know. I, th- I thought it was kind of funny. But uh, there has been a lot of comments about the popping tops. All right. Since you uh, blah, blah, blah. As well. The podcast is developing well. <laughs> I agree. The yeah. dead air is gone. The mics need work. Audio needs more gain. We've went totally. Yeah. Staying on topic is rough, but all good. Oh, that's why he wasn't. It's they're too long. Yeah, it's too long. A lot of people have told me that as well. But so it is what it is. Chris and I listen to podcasts that are this long. So we were accustomed to that. Uh, but once we get on a like a tangent and we start talking about things, it's really it, we really don't even understand how long we're going, even though I, I've got the time directly in front of me all the time when we're recording. Um, but it's just really hard to keep it within. Well, and like, even like an number hour. two, or we're like just right now we're at 27 minutes. How are we? We have covered nothing in 27 minutes. Well, and like the other thing is that you got to 
realize too is like we're not we're just doing this for us to, for fun right and like part of it is we like to hang out and talk yeah. and do this and yeah so whatever but me and you both like long pocket I, you know i talked to two other people since then and i brought up that i thought because we had i mean this isn't new to us we we had thought they were too long to begin with and the two people i talked to specifically said N- i don't mess with the podcast if i see that's under an hour i won't listen to it i really? only like to listen to two to three hour podcasts Huh, and I That's... kind of agree with that. I mean, I like them to be more in depth. Like I used to listen to the Nerdist, and they were religiously like one hour. Yeah, and it bo- it always annoyed me. Well, they've been a lot longer now. I well, think. I haven't listened to it since he's been back. But well, I I've only listened to one since he's been back. But um... I listened to Jamie Lee Curtis. That's the one I listened to too. There you go. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, I think that was over an hour, wasn't it? I don't know, but if it was, it probably wasn't much. All right. She was kind of fun to listen to. I don't even rem- remember it. I don't really either. Um, yeah, either way, we're gonna, we, we're trying. I mean, I think two and a half hours is long. Two hours, I think, is perfect. Yeah. That was, um, I think, our best podcast. So, yeah. I like yeah. the, uh, we had something to talk about. So, that's what we were going to talk about. I want, we want to do more of those types of things. Probably not every week, because I don't want to make this a review show. Yeah, it's not a review show. Um, the, but the, the main premise of this was to go over our comic book that we are trying to create um, and give you basically like a, a recap of what we're doing right. with that or, or what we've created so far. And we're going to talk about that as best we can. As part of the podcast. As part of the podcast. And then the rest of the podcast will be this. Yeah, whatever we feel like. But I would, we would like to know. Uh, you know, different things you guys want to know about. Like, we want do you, you want top ten. We want your you, opinions. Yeah. Uh, what do you, What do you want? Do you want? It doesn't have to be about comics. We'd love to no. talk about movies, music, TV shows, TV shows, yeah, um, entertainment. You want to know about Seinfeld? I guess Seinfeld. We're just like, um, like not politics. No, no, I'm not farming. Talk about that. Fine. Yeah, but you could talk about farming. I'll Interviews. Listen. It's cool. We're going to do interviews. Ian said that he wanted to be on the podcast. Yeah. I would love to have him. I've got another buddy, uh, David. I want him to come on the podcast. What I'm going to, I wanted to talk about this. Um, He, it's amazed me so far since we've done this podcast, the people that have given me feedback on certain things that we've, we've never really discussed before. So to me, I mean, David and I have been friends for a long time. He's never really discussed anything about comic books or the likes of Batman to me. Recently, he was listening to the podcast and commenting on different Batman movies because he had heard me say something about Batman 89 and how I love Batman 89, right? And it was like the movie that I remember the most. Right. Now, he said that he had went back and watched that and it was just a little too campy for him. It, he's like, it was, it's not good. Right. You know, I completely agree with you on that. It's not necessarily a good movie when you are comparing it to d- today's day and age movies, because he was saying that the dark Knight is by far a better film and, and his favorite. I would agree with that, but yes, I like I, that movie. I mean, Jack Nick, you know, oh, I love he was it. great as the Joker. Yeah, so that's what I was getting at, is that The Dark Knight is one of the best movies almost ever made, and that's proven, I mean, it's on, like, everybody's top list, you know, of, of best movies. It's by far the best Batman movie that's came out. Um, 
ever. And it, so, so that's great. But I was just saying more of a nostalgic thing. Like growing up, if I think of a Batman movie, Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson are the two guys that I remember in a movie that are, I was like, Holy crap, this is so cool. Right. Like, this is awesome. And that's what I really he, pull from. And it amazed. Jack Nicholson was good in that movie. Oh yeah. One of my, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? In the pale moonlight. Yeah. And, one of my favorite lines, and Kevin Smith talks about this a lot too, and it, it's always made me laugh because it's always been one of my favorites, is when Michael Keaton's in the room, and he's not dressed, he's in the room, he's not dressed I know dressed exactly what you're going to say. And uh, what's that lady's name? Um, uh, I, I can't remember who is I can't there. remember the girl that's with him. But anyway, like the thugs come in, and when he, I I think it's the same scene when he says, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moon? No. No, it isn't. Anyway, they come in the room, and they're about ready to kill him. Was it Kim Basinger? Yes. Okay. And he turns around, and he, like, grabs a candlestick or something, Michael Keaton does. Yeah. And he, like, hits it off the the man, only says, you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? (laughs) Let's get nuts. It's hilarious. It's, like, so out of place. Yeah. But I think it's like the it's, best line in the movie. It's like out of nowhere. Yeah, it really is. Come on, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Wait a second. And I think that's why are they listing Billy D. Williams as Two Face? He was in the in the flashback. No, I mean he court? wasn't. No, so he wasn't actually Two Face, but he was Harvey uh, Dent. Harvey Dent. Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah, reelect Harvey Dent. Hmm. I, I guess I just don't remember that. So it's a good movie. It is. But anyway, so he had brought that up, and I thought it was really neat that somebody that I've never really talked to about comics or any sort of comic book movie or anything like that, like he's not going to talk to you about comic books. That's funny. I had a similar... Uh, but he, he, he started talking about the movies to me, and I was like, I said, this is the exact perspective we need like on the podcast. I want you to, I want something like that on the podcast where it's coming. It's not a perspective of somebody like you and I, where we've read all, a lot of the comic books and, and we're, and we're already in the bag for it. Right. And we're already in the bag for it. I want it. I want an outside view of a guy that really isn't in that world to begin with, but he's coming into the movies and saying like, this is, this is what caught my eye in the story, you know? And like, this is why it's good. I I think and it it's a perspective of somebody that's never enjoyed that stuff before but right. it's it's showing you like what the new movies are doing like they're they're shedding, shining a whole new light on the comic book industry I think that's phenomenal and it's really brought it back into mainstream big time I, I think um the dark knight was good with that because it wasn't comic booky no you know, like Batman wasn't really the main character of it, right? Not in the Dark Knight by any means, yeah. And I don't even remember that he was really in it in costume all that much. I mean, he was, but yeah. In the in the that was the, the ch- first half. You he bought wasn't really you at bought all, the Joker as not a comic book villain, as just a psychopathic, crazy, yeah, just guy. insane. And you didn't look at that performance as it being a comic book. So that movie didn't feel like a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, <laughs> unfortunately, that's why it got all the accolades that it got, probably. But, I mean, at the end of the day, though, it's still Batman. I feel you like know? you could almost so you say, could say similar. So you say it's not a comic book movie right. or a comic bookie, but it's but Batman it, but and it Joker wasn't fighting each other. The Nolan Batman movies, 
Good job. Yeah, sorry, I just hit my pop filter. <laughs> the Nolan Batman movies didn't. Um, they weren't played as comic book movies. They were played no. as more like Daredevil is played on Netflix. I agree. I think it's taken more seriously. Right. Which it's treated more seriously. Which, I mean, uh, Batman in general has always done that way. It's always brooding right. and dark and. Uh, I mean, like serious. If you, like in, in Avengers Infinity War, which is more of a comic book movie, but also very serious yeah. and like heavy. Yeah, it is. It's different than the rest of the Avengers. It's very good, though. It's incredible. Fantastic. But how are you going to... You can't do that with Guardians and Ant-Man. See, I don't, Guardians didn't feel like a comic book movie to me. It felt more like a sci-fi movie. Or, you yeah. know, like a space movie. I agree, but it's still a comedy more than anything. I, it's still comic booky, I think. Right. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, similar to that, I've had two I mean, people that had texted me since you know over the holidays that my brother-in-law Greg, like out of the blue, probably not huge in the comic book stuff, and he and this didn't have anything to do with that. the podcast, but he texted me. I just watched the movie Deadpool. That movie's fantastic. It's hilarious. Are there more of them? So anyway, we were down at that wedding. We were talking about it, and he was like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" And then my dad chimes in. He's like, "Oh, I just rented Deadpool too. I just saw Deadpool the other day, and you know, I boy, s- it was really good." And not to, it's this isn't a sidetrack, but I still haven't seen Deadpool too. Oh really? No, it's good, and I have no idea why. I have it on Blu-ray. I'll give it to you. Yeah, good. I I, I don't I don't know why I've never seen it. I loved the first one. It's yeah. phenomenal. I like. I think. That's one comic book I never really have read. Really? No. Nope. Oh my god! I definitely that's one that I've I still collect. Yeah, that's incredible. I didn't. I, I something I should get into. I think it's, you know because it's funny. It is. It's di- it's way different. It's played for humor. And they like break the fourth wall all the time, right? Yeah. Where they're like talking to the reader. Definitely. I love Deadpool. I always yeah. have, and I I almost hate that it's popular now because it it, it felt. Like, yeah, it felt like um, something that was an insider thing. Right. And now it's pretty mainstream, but whatever. That's cool. Right. So you're kind of hipsterish is what you're saying. Like, uh, yeah. You knew Deadpool. I knew about Deadpool I like before Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, I liked Deadpool before it was cool. You know, um, one of the authors of Deadpool is, um, I don't know if he still is, but Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn, yes. And I know that name probably doesn't sound familiar to a lot of people, but you know him when you see you know him. him. What show was he on? Oh, he God, was on a TV show. He's been in a show. lot of stuff. Um, let me look up his IMDb. I can't remember. He's like a stand-up comedian. Yes, he um, does that often. I think that's his main job, right? Well, in writing. He's on The Big Bang Theory. He plays the geologist. Okay, I didn't know Bert. that. I've never really watched oh, really? Big Bang. I don't really watch it that much either. He was on... Um, I mean, he's been on, like, everything. There was one TV show. I felt like it was, like, not like Drew Carey, but a show like that, like a sitcom that was older in the 90s. Yeah, I'm looking or here. Or early 2000s, maybe. He Are was you... on the Sarah Silverman show. <sighs> Who cares? Yeah. Are you on IMDb? Yeah, I'm looking. It's so long. Like, the list is so long, it's impossible to. He's done a lot of things, which is incredible to me. Oh, he was on that TV show. Remember that animated show, Three South? No. Oh, it was Not pretty good. Close. He was on Just Shoot Me. Just Shoot Me. That's the one. That's probably what you're thinking yep. of. Oh, he was on that show, Mission Hill, too. I don't know if you remember that. No. Nope. Um, 
Yeah, and he's I he's don't know. been on a lot of stuff. He's very awkward. Yeah. Anyway, he he was a writer on that, which I thought is super cool. But um, so there's you know more people. I you know it's comic books are mainstream now. So it's wait, great. I'm seeing a little um little box here. The Orville, is you know the show? Is that back? Yeah, tonight. <sighs> I love that show. It just started. It's uh, playing again. Yeah, tonight's I, Thursday, I, right? I didn't so think it would get a season two because I know the ratings weren't great. Except he like own, basically owns that network. He well, that's true. He because does. of family, he can do whatever guy. he wants. Um, yeah, if you guys aren't familiar with that, it's uh, it's like a it is Star Trek basically. Yes. It's um, fantastic, I but love it's it. uh, what's the guy's name? Seth MacFarlane. Seth, Seth MacFarlane, not the author of The Dark Knight. No, Returns. not the author, and it's not. Uh, it's not Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane either, which is an artist, a phenomenal artist. If you want to see somebody draw digitally that's really awesome, get on YouTube and type in Todd McFarlane, and you can watch him draw Spider-Man. Creator of Spawn. It's incredible. Yes, creator of Spawn. Doesn't um, he do toys to the statues and stuff? You know what, though? They, he does do that. But uh, he was just he just did an interview talking about how he's making a Spawn yeah. TV show. Yeah. And he was saying it's not like any other comic book show you'll ever see in your life. Hmm. And I'm assuming that's because it's Spawn. Todd McFarlane's Spawn reboot to be joyless, dark, and ugly. Okay. So that's exactly what I was going to say. Is I didn't know that that's what it was. There was a Spawn movie in the 90s. I loved it. <sighs> so good I have it on DVD. I loved it. And it's something that I don't feel like a child should have been watching. But I did. It was rated R for sure. But and I had, um, but I had the whole. There was like a toy set yep, of the I, alleyway. I had uh, the 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 Violator. Violator. Yep. John Leguizamo was. Uh, I had Michael the, J. Jai White was um, Spawn, but he was he played another superhero later. Did you know that? No. Who? Um. Keep talking. I, well, I had the I had the little um, clown. What was his name? That's it. He turns into Violator, but I, yeah, I don't. It's remember. just a clown. But I had the clown, Violator, and Spawn, and there was this big alleyway toy set. Like you could get up on an upper level, and I remember there was garbage cans you could like kick over, and everything. But I had this whole toy set that I got for Christmas. It was amazing. He played the uh, Bronze Tiger on Arrow. I didn't know that. Yep, I haven't really watched Arrow that much. I I, I used to watch Arrow. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I used to watch it a lot too, but I fell out of it. But anyway, Spawn. I love. I've always loved Spawn. I haven't read much of the comics. I have I, read I some. I don't think I've read much. I've bought some because I like the cover art or something like that. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they're related. Todd McFarlane. Is it? Is it McF- McFarlane? I don't know. Or McFarland. No, there's no D. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, I mean Seth. Seth McFarlane. That's yeah, spelled the same. Oh. Maybe they're brothers. I don't think they are. Either way, that's what I was going to say. I mean, Spawn has to be dark and terrible. Well, that's the character. So the um, there's no way you can. The '90s be. movie wasn't felt. It wasn't dark. Well, I mean, yeah, it, I guess. Yeah, it was. There was like a big lava monster and like he I guess. burns yeah. terribly in a fire and yeah, but that's and just he the comes origin. back and there's a big violator guy and that the clown in itself is not very lovely or nice no, or that's happy. true 
I, have you ever read any of the Batman Spawn crossover stuff? I haven't ever. I feel like that would be a good match. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, I haven't read a lot of Spawn. I did Spawn's watch characters. I think it's awesome. Did you ever watch the animated Spawn show? I've seen some of it. Was it, it, it was either something I MTV or, or HBO? I can't remember, but it got to the point in time where I was kind of getting out of like I enjoyed it. stuff. I enjoyed that show. I should have watched it. I'm sure there. I'm sure it's on Netflix or something. But now. Seth MacFarlane, The Orville, great. That's how we got onto that. Yeah. <laughs> so this. I is... really like that show. At first, like the first couple episodes, I'm like, "What is going? What is this?" But then I really got invested in the that's characters and everything. Really. Because at first you think it's just like a campy comedy. Yeah, that's kind of what I felt like. But, and it is definitely that. But it, and it actually is funny. Uh-huh. But there's some depth to it for sure. I know um, it was very much like Star Trek, the original Star Trek. Kevin Smith has said that it's way better than that other Star Trek show. Oh, that there's came no out. doubt about that. What was that called? Star Trek no. on CBS. Is that? It, it, I thought it was like next. It was like generate second generation or something like. Are you that. talking about the new one? Yeah. It wasn't just Star Trek. I think that show's still on. It's on the CBS streaming app. Right, and nobody liked it. I watched the first episode. I enjoyed it, but uh, the first episode was free. But Star Trek Discovery, Discovery—that's what it was. All all Kevin Smith was talking about was that the uh, makeup was I mean, really bad. No, it wasn't bad. That's not what he was talking about. He was saying it looked unnecessarily expensive. Oh, I thought he was saying it was bad. No, it was really good. Oh, well, it probably was unnecessarily expensive then. Yeah, but he enjoyed or- the Orville a lot better. Yeah. I definitely and did. and everybody that, I mean, in his live podcast that he had done, he was like doing ask a crowd stuff, and they all were all saying the exact same thing. I, th- I just so. thought I remember it not getting very good ratings, but again, I don't think it matters for him because he's big yeah. big in that network. Fox is like big, right? They're big together. So, well, Family Guy made that network right like well, huge again. Too, but, but oh, yeah, made it huge again. Yes, again, definitely. Yeah. Still is huge. I don't watch that show, but. I have watched it in the Family past. Guy. Yeah, you've n- n- not really watched it. No, I've watched a lot of the. Oh, I don't watch it now. Is what oh, I'm saying. No, I haven't watched I. it in the last several seasons. Yeah, I haven't either. I've watched it. I, honestly, I wouldn't even say that I haven't. I've watched it a lot. I really haven't. Um, I've seen. I, I definitely I, watched I, it I've like seen, when I was in college or right after college. I always watched. I've seen it. enough of it. It's funny. Yeah. I just. It's not whatever. Yeah. I'd rather watch. Another Avengers movie. Yeah. yeah. Endgame. Comes out, I think that comes out like right after my birthday. The day after, I believe. Really? Because like um, Captain Marvel is only a couple days after my birthday. Right, that comes out in March. Yeah. And then Avengers comes out April 26th, I believe. And then Spider-Man in July. Wow. My birthday is the 25th, so if you want to get me a present. Of what, what month again? April? April. Gotcha. Yeah. If anybody else out there wants to give me a present, you now know my birthday. Yeah. So he's looking for um, Swamp Thing number seven. Yes. CGC graded or just high grade. Yeah. If you see it, like, let's get it in good condition, let's please. Get it. Very fine. Near condition. mint. Near mint. Yeah. Would be ideal. <laughs> All right. So uh, I talked about. Getting David on here, right? Yes. No. Well, I mean, he didn't say about getting him on here. But well, I'd like to he because be of good, his... He was, when we first started this, 
you were out to dinner with them, and I was drunk. Yeah, you were. And I was like, get them on the podcast. Yeah. And I said, I think we should talk about this when you've had less to drink. (laughs) (laughs) And I I do remember that. You said, I think that you should talk about this when you have less to drink. And I responded with, sounds like something my wife would say. (laughs) And then you never responded back. And I'm like, I think that comment might have pissed him off. (laughs) No, not at all. I laughed about it a lot because it's... (laughs) That's true. That's exactly true. Uh, not necessarily about your wife, but I mean, definitely. I mean, Amy definitely has said that stuff to me <laughs> for sure. Um, so what do you want to talk about next? The comic book or uh, stuff we've watched? Um, well, we were, we're going to talk about, we're not off the podcast yet. Cause we were going to talk about some ideas for, remember we were saying like maybe every other episode or occasionally we'd like to do more of that top 10 type of stuff. Mm hmm. So do we have any ideas of things that we could do? Well, I mean, obviously we want you to send us your ideas, but do you have any ideas? Uh, not off the top of my head. I we guess could do we like could um, do... Marvel, like movie, like comic book movies, like the best comic book movies roundup. We, if we do another roundup like that, we'll definitely have dude back on. Oh, he was for good sure. At that. He's very good at that. And he's very into comic books. He has book... so much more depth of knowledge than I ever I, gave him credit for. He has so much more than depth of knowledge than what he was able to get out on the show. Really? Because when me and him get together, which is pretty much all the time, because yeah. we hang out with them a lot, we will talk about comic book stuff for hours. Huh. He, he's got a very, very deep knowledge on Star Wars and on most comic book stuff. Yeah. Not necessarily like issue five of blah, 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 right, this, but like of that. the history of the characters, do. and especially when it comes to like the um, animated shows and the movies and um, some of the older books and storylines. He's definitely... Huh. I still. You guys have. I bet you about... he's got more knowledge of superhero comics than I do. Really? And I probably have more of the other type, other comics. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I. He's definitely got superhero comic knowledge now, for yeah. sure. You could see that right away. But yeah, I just, just amazed me. Um. Yeah, I would say we could do the movies. Uh, Marvel, yeah. I did just get, Marvel um, movies. Well, we could do all kinds of lists. We could do them all on one episode. I think we do best comic book movies of all time. We could do like best Marvel movies ranked for sure. Yeah, because Marvel's Marvel going to be in ranked. the top ten of pretty much all of them. Well, right, because they've got so many movies out as right. well, and DC has just been terrible with their movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's unbelievable. You can find some obscure, I back, obscure so I, ones. I went back and started watching because I got um, the boys, uh, what was it, um, Justice League yeah, on DVD. And I enjoyed watching it in the theaters. I really did. But I just don't want to watch it again. Yeah, don't need to watch it again. No, you really don't. It's... I. And I am the type of guy that just loves everything Batman's in. I'm going to. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to love everything Batman's in. I liked Ben Affleck as a Batman. Yeah. Thought he was good. But the movie... I mean, Wonder Woman's great, but... I thought the Wonder Woman movie was overrated. Really? I, I liked... I, I love that it. I mean, the it was fine until, like... The second half, the ending really that's, was not good. That's the problem with these DC movies. 
The ending is the same yeah. with every one of them. A lot of stuff's on fire, and there's lots of slow motion walking. That's all it is. Everything all of a sudden turns from the sun. The sun just goes away, and the sky's black, and there's just like lava and molten metal and things flying around everywhere. It's like a complete apocalypse all of a sudden. How can that happen in every single movie and somebody not say, well, maybe let's not do that for this one. You know, maybe there's a different character that you don't have to have that because there is, right? you know, there are so many different characters you could pull from different villains that you don't need that with it. And so then you look at the Marvel stuff. Marvel's never done that. Right. And every one of them is perfect. It's well, just it did in good. some of the Avengers movies, but not not, not like that, that extreme. but the big showpiece action. And those were some of them not honestly those Avengers movies were some of the they wouldn't be in my top 10. Yeah. The first one was good cuz it was like I it caught me off guard. The second one okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was not that good. No. Age of Ultron. I mean the third one was we'll we'll, we'll discuss it on our list. Of the top ten Marvel movies. <laughs> that could be one of them, Probably yeah. featuring Dude. I am going to comment on a Marvel movie in a, in a minute, though, uh, when we get onto a different topic. But, uh, yeah, so Marvel movie list we could do. Um, we could do, um, like, top ten. Like, like, we did new readers, but we could do comics. Like, our top ten comics are best comics of course they're gonna be a lot of crossover probably but there is and i was just gonna say something about like top 10 like not comic or not superhero books or like indie books um but there's gonna be a ton of crossover crossover. um so i don't know you do um i did get a request actually we'll have to do some digging for top um podcasts so people were yes listening to our podcast that never listened to podcasts before and they're like uh I've discovered a whole new world. What should I listen to? Yeah, so that's uh, another reason, though, why you should get on Reddit, though, too. Uh, the Reddit, like, our, po- our podcasting. No, no, our podcasts. Because there's two, there's two subreddits. One podcasting, so it's, like, for our type that wonder about microphones and booms right. and stuff. And then uh, podcasts, and it just tells you about podcasts. And they literally came out with a list of podcasts for 2018 like best podcasts of the year apparently there's like an awards yeah thing for podcasts now yeah there is and uh they award people that but there is a huge community that is around like storytelling podcasts yeah and i've never gotten into any of that i've never even tried to listen to any of them but i think i should it, it's almost like I don't have time to keep up with the podcasts I want to listen to, so that's why I'm like adding new ones. Because podcasts are a time commitment, unless yes. you have long commute. I mean, I've got 35 minutes every day, so that you well, get some I, time I, one way. So that's you know 110 or 60, 70 minutes, whatever. Right. Um, Cause so it, I've got it, an hour and 10 minutes. Podcast, you're not. I mean, not me at least. I'm not going to sit in my house and listen to a podcast. No, I, I don't. Ever. Now, if you you might. If you don't have little kids running around, you can turn one on when you're cleaning the house or doing the dishes. That's great. Yeah, but I mean, the majority of the time that you're sucking up podcasts, like the majority of your podcasts, is in the spring and in the fall. Right. So I bank up. I don't really listen to them this time of year. Then I'll get to the spring, you know, where I have 16 hours a day for a month or two straight. 
Yeah. To listen to them, and then I listen to them all. Yes. That's how I do it. But that's, again, that's like a commute thing. But that's when you could be listening to the story type ones, True. too. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Because so, I, I do love funny. hardcore history, Dan Carlin. I've have never you, listened to that. Have you listened? Really? This guy is a history professor, and he does extremely long, in-depth podcasts on different things in history. Now, unfortunately, he's taken off a lot of his older ones, which are some of the best ones, and he has them on his website, and you, you have to buy them now. Okay. Totally worth buying. They're, All right. They're a bargain. He's still got some up there for free. Hardcore history, Dan Carlin. This guy is the most dynamic and interesting storyteller and the most in-depth historian. Really, he takes these stories. So they got he's got one called uh, Blueprint Blueprint for Armageddon. It's a four-part podcast. Each one's like four to five hours. Hmm, that's and amazing. It's in-depth and like how World War One happened, the oh, political see, climate that, in the time that led up the to stuff it. I could get into. This is incre- It's incredible. Turns I just, out I'm kind of a military guy. I just listened to one that was on what was it called? I can't remember what it was called, but it was a two-parter. I think three or four hours a piece. And it was on Julius oh, wow. Caesar's conquest of, um, no, that blueprint for Armageddon one. Each part is like four hours, and it's four parts. Oh my gosh! That's how in and depth. this dude's just talking the whole time for it's, four hours, and you never are bored for a second. That's absolutely amazing to me. That's the last one that. I listened to um, was I've about always... Julius Caesar's conquest of Gaul by the Romans. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. You were talking. It was about really this. good. I didn't realize that's what it was called, Hardcore History. Huh? Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. How many episodes are there? Lots? Um, so there's not a ton. There is a bunch, but there's not a ton available on the podcast on like for free on iTunes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of his older ones are for sale on his website. And they're still, I mean, Blueprint for Armageddon is not available for free anymore. I think he takes them down after like a year. Um, but it's totally worth buying for like a buck ninety nine an episode or whatever it is. Hmm. That sounds. That definitely sounds like something I could get into. But what I was going to say earlier was, um, I think it's hilarious that so podcasts are coming big into things. It, it and you know it's on the internet basically. You know you get them off of the internet and you listen to these things. The whole thing that started. Like any type of media was radio. Right. Right. And the first, like, besides just a guy talking, like, or, or talking to each other like this on radio, the first thing they did was like plays. Right. Yeah. And they had s- just stories that they would act out and you'd listen to it. And we are back to that. Yeah. And it's in, better in a lot of ways. In 2019, and that we're doing the exact same thing they did in the 20s. And the best part about it, I, you know what I think a part of it is? The barrier for entry is so low and the cost of production is so cheap that creative people can afford to go out there and yeah. do and be creative. I just think it's amazing that something that started all of this is still around today. Right. Even with the internet, you know, you've got... Everything at the touch of a keyboard. You could do whatever you want. You, YouTube is you, huge. Right. You, you could, could sit on your commuter people. train and look at watch a movie on your phone, but people don't. You've they, got yeah. I mean, you've got do, v, sure, you, you've got you know um, uh, virtual reality wherever you want it. If you wanted to buy that kind of stuff, like you got so many things. But the simplest source of media 
just listening to a person act something out is still a main form of enjoyment, like a, a main form of entertainment for people. Right. And I think that's amazing. Just like how vinyl, it, vinyl outsold uh, digital copies for the first time in like a hundred years or whatever it was. It wasn't a hundred, but digital cop. There's no way that that's. Oh true. yeah, it was on a Joe Rogan podcast. Vinyl just... didn't outsell digital sales of yes. music. Yes, it did. That's what it said. <laughs> There's no that... conceivable way that that's popular. It, they had a, they had a report on a Joe Rogan podcast. It I, was I think with James Hetfield. It outsold CDs or something like that. Like vinyl was the number one one selling physical media. Maybe that's what it was. There's no way it could that makes a lot more sense. Digital media because that's where everybody gets everything. I know. There's no way. Most nobody I know other than one person or a couple people even have um, record players. That's probably what it was. I think I I think it was the highest selling physical media. But it just did well. He had uh, James Hetfield on the podcast, like. Shoot, a year, no, two years ago. It would have been 2016. So it said that in 2016 then. Okay, wait a second. CDs, vinyl, are outselling digital downloads for the first time since 2011. That's what the, that's, thank you for proving me right. But that was CDs and vinyl together. Maybe that's what it was then. But either way, I mean, you got to be selling a lot of them. Huh. Because How I is think this possible? because I think they're taking into consideration the entire album, whereas a lot of people are just buying single tracks on digital downloads. Revenue from digital downloads plummeted twenty five percent to one point three billion over the previous year. Revenue of physical products fell four percent to one point five billion, still over that one point three. Um, that's huge. Oh, you know why? Spotify. Apple Music, YouTube Music, that doesn't count streaming, paid streaming subscription music services. Oh. Those services grew by more than 50% to $5.7 billion, Okay, about that, six times larger. Yeah, that makes sense. Which totally makes sense because, like, so, I use YouTube Music, for example. It has every song. What you is know, that? What's that a month, like nine ninety nine? Um I think it's nine ninety nine for a family subscription. Okay. So everybody in your family in the same household can have their own account. Um, I think it's like seven or eight, seven bucks for like an individual subscription or something. I don't know. Oh. It's about the same price as Apple or Spotify. They're all about the same. So, YouTube Music is there? You just use the YouTube app. There's a YouTube Music app. There is. Just like there's an Apple Music app or a Spotify app. Really? And the nice thing about YouTube Music, it's about the same price. But if you get YouTube Music, you automatically get YouTube Red, which means anything you watch on YouTube is ad-free. Oh. And then also on top of that, there's con- like YouTube Red has its own. It's like a TV channel. Yeah. I don't watch anything on there, but it is nice to have the ad-free. You don't watch anything on YouTube Red? No. I mean, it's just nice to have the ad-free YouTube videos. But I don't watch like yeah, any of the YouTube agree. shows. I mean, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know if you'd. I haven't tested the waters. I just haven't tried. You know, I, I like this—the idea of the vinyl. 
I want to get a nice record player. I'd love I, to have one. I think they're great. Yeah, it's expensive though. They're expensive. I bought one for my nephew for Christmas. Two two albums. I've, I bought them. Uh, um, you're saying the album themselves are expensive? Yeah, they're expensive. The record players are probably expensive because they come in a, like a little suitcase. So now, last right? year I got him uh, an Ion record player for Christmas. I there was like a hundred twenty dollar record player, but I bought it um, like certified pre owned. Yeah, for like sixty bucks used on Amazon. So I thought that was a good deal. That's not bad. I thought um, it would be way more expensive than that. And then I got him last year to go along with that um, the Led Zeppelin like master with like six different vinyls. Yeah, and that was like a forty dollar rec, you know, um, you know. But they were it was like their whole. Yeah, it was a big, it was big. But so was the record player like one of those box ones with a case? It's like it's no, suitcase? you have to, it's a little record player and you have to have exterior speakers. I mean, it did have a little speaker built in, but not a very good one. So that that was like a it was a highly rated um, record player. So then this year I had him again. We have a drawing, mm-hmm. so I got him again, and I got him um, the Beastie Boys um, Paul's Boutique. Really, um, that's a good pull. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's a good one. And yeah. and then I was I shouldn't say it because I um, he, he probably listens, but. For graduation, I got a, a humdinger oh, of really? an album set that I'm getting them. No kidding. That. Where'd you get it? What? Where do you get it off of? Amazon. Oh. I buy everything on Amazon. Well, not everything. You buy a lot off eBay, too. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> no? <laughs> I broke had, my eBay addiction. You had to quit that? That kind of broke you, didn't it? <laughs> it did, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Now I'm in just buying podcast equipment. Yeah, you definitely are. <laughs> That's a, again, it's one of those things where I feel like you've just supplied everything and I'm over here just sucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> like thanks, That's fine. Chris. So the uh the mic Jerry's using is one we just got actually I just got it today. Oh you did? Yeah. Boy, that took a little while. I ordered it yesterday. Or Tuesday. No. I you ordered sent it Tuesday. It- I didn't order it right away. Oh, you sent it to me on my phone a while ago. It felt like a while ago, but then again, I was in like a coma for two days. So, um, I enjoy it. I like it. It's small. It's It's great. It's very low profile. It is great. It is the MXL 990. It's only 66 bucks on Amazon. Who makes it? MXL. That's the company? Yeah, I think they're British. Okay. Of course they are. I am using my nephew's. Three hundred dollar road NT one A. Yeah, you sent it to me on Monday, uh, but if you didn't, I ordered it on Tuesday. Okay. So anyway, so I want to talk about stuff I watched. Wait, because, wait, wait! I'm not done yet. Oh gosh, I just want to talk about this movie. <laughs> okay. We were talking about the recommending podcasts. I just have one to recommend. Okay. We'll do a roundup show later. We should. We should do. I mean, we could talk about them now. No, because it's an hour. Yeah. Okay. Just the number one where you'd start. What to do? The Joe Rogan Experience. That's the podcast you want to start with. I don't know. It's great. I'd argue. Really? I, okay. It's stop. A good, it's a good Tune podcast. In to our next podcast. <laughs> I might forget what I needed to say, which might not be next time but at some point yeah. we'll do an in-depth on uh 
on the podcast because it, it's It'll come. it's going to be a whole it has to be a whole episode. It would have to be, yeah, because I've got I've got twelve or so in my lineup. Um, and yeah, I've got nine at least. I think I'd I'd have to look at them, but I've got. Either way, we've, we're looking at twenty podcasts. Yeah, that we listen to. But then again, I probably wouldn't recommend a lot of the ones I listen to. I would to say about half people. of the ones I listen to, I wouldn't recommend. Yeah. I listen to so many different writing podcasts. Yeah, I'm. I've kind of outdone myself on it. It's getting old now. I need something. I need to refresh myself. You need to refresh. You need to get like cereal. Yeah, I do. What? But yeah, what? I don't know. People love that cereal. I saw a, a, an SNL skit about it. You know, it's like um, it funny. how people like, isn't it like, I don't really know what it's about, but it's like um, investigative stuff, right? It's like how people love that freaking investigation murder yeah. channel. Yeah, it is kind of fun. And that, I hate that shit. Do you really? That channel. Did you ever watch How to Make a Murderer then? Yeah, I did. You like it? I, li- I mean, it, yes, it was intriguing. Okay. Have you been watching any, um, they've got a new one out called Innocent Man. No. On Netflix. And it's just about. I saw the, I saw it on there, but no. It's about like just these guys that have been in prison, for, a while, and then how they're proven not guilty after they've already been in prison for so long. It's crazy. That's one of the main reasons not to get political, but. It isn't for any other reason. That's why one of the main reasons why I don't think we should have the death penalty, because they're they're wrong. Yeah. Like, so much. Yeah. If they're wrong once, you got to do away with the whole system. Because you just means you murdered an innocent person. Exactly. So it's, that's why I feel like there's no way for people to be right all the time. Not all the time, so but I mean, there's ways to prove somebody's guilt. You know, every year they let dozens of people off death row that they falsely accused. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm so not obviously, saying that people are wrong all I'm, the time. Yeah, they are wrong all the time. Like the system is not necessarily just and fair. No, and I also because America's got more people in jail than every other country. Yeah, so if the like system we're putting so many people in jail, the system really isn't designed to prove somebody's innocence. Like it's easy to get railroaded by the system. It's not to prove their innocence; it's to find their guilt. Right, exactly. But yeah. the system, lots of time, makes it impossible. Anyway, there's lots of false convictions. <laughs> Yes. Lots of people get killed on death row that were innocent, and some yeah, people it's... get off. And I'm just like, there's no way to perfect it, so therefore you just can't do it. Because I feel, in my estimation, I, I, I would if agree you kill you. I don't one it's... innocent person, it's been a failure. Yeah. That's my only argument. I don't have any other moralistic argument or religious argument or anything yeah, like that's, that. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, what if you know a guy, like, murdered a bunch of children? Like you know for a fact it's proven. Then like there's get life video, in prison. There's video of it. It's just too. If it was a if okay, I would be totally for the death penalty in a fantasy world where you knew for a fact one hundred percent of the time everybody that was getting killed was guilty. But I'm saying if you know one hundred percent that this guy is guilty, that's what I'm saying. Like only if you know, like it, like. You absolutely do. There was a video of him doing it. Yes, you have but the video. what about the next guy? If you don't have that video and you can't prove 100% that he's guilty, then but you don't do it. if he's still convicted and proved, that's proof 100%. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you, you mean. You can't. Nothing's that cut and dry. Yeah. Hmm. How do they do it in other countries? I just don't think nobody just really. The same has way the they do it here, it. it's like everybody's okay with a certain margin of error. That's wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which That's I crazy. get, you know, because life, you have to be, there's a margin of error for everything. There is, but people aren't okay with you selling dead trees. Well, I mean, but we have a margin of replacement, you know, and we replace them. But 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 is it equal to how many people have been killed that are falsely accused? It's like five. <laughs> it's like two to five percent, depending on the weather and everything that year. Really? Yeah. So, but we're they're, you know they're under warranty, so it's a little different. That's true. Got to get that warranty. <laughs> My point is, I think everybody in everything they do in life all the time accepts a certain margin of error. You know, for uh-huh. everything. It's like, okay, the risk is 98% chance this is going to be successful. I'm, I can accept that margin of error. Or it's 50-50 shot, but I'm a risky person. I accept that margin of error. You know, it, you do it do in you everything. Think, do you think the judges think that way? I mean, they must. Everybody must. Because everybody knows that it's not 100%. I don't know. I think some of the judges think it is 100%. Well, because they can't just possibly looking. because people are constantly getting off of, yeah. you know, getting not. That's not the right choice of words. People are constantly getting exonerated. Right. But it's usually not the same judge seeing the case. Do you like think that one ju- judge. You think after somebody gets exonerated, you think the judge is just like, that's bullshit. A lot of them probably are. But it's not the judge isn't making the decision. It's the jury. But that's the judge right. does the sentencing. The sentencing though. is done by the judge. Yeah, that's true. But the guilt is found by the jury. You're right. right. So as far as the judge is concerned, that person's guilty according to the jury. If he believes in the principles of law, which he does, then yeah. that guy's been found guilty by a jury of his own peers. So he's guilty. So now let's apply the judgment. So that to that judge, that's, you know, it's all, it's not, I'm 100% certain there's plenty of judges out there that knew that people probably were innocent, were innocent and they were being convicted as guilty. You know, for a fact, because it's crazy. The judge is a le- you know, I shouldn't say that, you know, all judges are more intelligent than your so average I'm sure, person. I'm but sure that probably affects their sentencing then in the judge's mind. Definitely. That's why the judge is there. Yeah. Cause he take, he's the, he's the check and balance right on the jury. He's the judge. He's the judge. He's not the jury. Not the jury. Or the executioner. <laughs> no. That's the punisher. Right. Yeah, that's true. It is the punisher. That's funny. Good point, Chris. That got deep. If you'd like to hear more deep thoughts like that, just let us know in the <laughs> comments. Judges and jury. And right I'll, and wrong. I'll, I'll use this opportunity. If you're listening to this podcast, we really need you to leave some feedback on Apple. Yeah. Apple. Leave a review, please. Just get on there and leave a review. Even if you don't listen in Apple, you can just get in Apple's website, leave and a review. Leave us a review on Facebook. It would greatly help. And leave us a review. Just just do it. Just like mm-hmm. right now. Just do it. That would help us out. Immensely. Thank you. Okay. Anyway. That's our mid-show ad. <laughs> please. You don't pay for this. No. So that's your payment. Yeah, really. Nobody's paying you. Payment paying in kind. Us, but... Or payment in kindness. Yeah. Be kind to us. Thank you. 
Go ahead. <laughs> I don't have anything else. <laughs> okay. That was all. I don't know how we even got onto that tangent. You did it. I did do it. So, so can, now can we talk about <laughs> movies? Yeah, yeah. You're yes. sure? You're yes. done with the podcast thing? I'm done. Okay. Because you didn't want to talk about podcasts either. You just said like, hey, I got to talk about this one. I'm going to tell everybody about this one, but I'm not going to allow you to talk about anything else. Sorry. The boss. <laughs> so we were going to talk about stuff that we watched. Yeah. So we have um, been off now for two weeks. We've both had some vacation time. So we've watched a lot. I've watched a lot of stuff. I don't know about you. Um, I, I'm drawing a blank on a lot of the things I've watched. I've got three, only three things written down. I know I've well, watched I only have a four, lot more so. than that, though. I've watched four things, but to me that feels like a lot. So, yeah, I, yeah, go. You, you're really excited to talk about one of them. Well, we'll save that till last. Okay. So I watched. You want me to go or you to go? Yeah, go ahead. Because we're talking about comic book movies, so I watched um, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Oh, you're gonna lead it off. I'm right leading away with it right that, in. Huh? Was I supposed to not? No, that's fine. Okay. Um, you haven't seen it, right? I have not. Boy, it was great. I, I took the whole family. Real quick, did you see the script I sent you? Yes. Okay. I thought that was cool. I thought it was awesome. They posted it on their Twitter. Posted the, the script. Yeah, and it, it was. I found it on Reddit, but. Um, I immediately got it and started reading it, so I know like the beginning of the movie, yeah. basically, and it's just amazing. It's super good. So we watched we the, we were going to go on Christmas Day, but we ended up not going. We went the day after Christmas. It was pretty crowded, but we took the well, at least the two older kids. By older, I mean five and three, so not that old. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and I texted you right when I got out. Man, that movie was awesome. But I had said leading up to a lot of people were saying it's the greatest comic book movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, it's not the greatest comic book movie of all time, but it's really, really, really good. And then I was thinking about it later and I go, okay, this is a matter of how you think about it. Okay. Cause it is the best comic book movie of all time. If your consideration is what it would look like to turn a comic book into a movie. Okay. So this is, I, I listened to the review that Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard did. So I know the premise of the movie. I know most about it, but it still doesn't give you the movie. You know, what they talked about is it, it felt like a live comic book. It was a live comic book. I mean, the pages of a comic book literally on screen, they have word Word bubbles, bubbles, they have thought balloons, they have it. And every time they do it, it's so smart and it's played for laughs. This movie is really funny. First off, that's great. It's it's super and that, lighthearted and fun, but um, that's and, really and great. it's played for laughs. And they do a lot of that. It, it's like a comic book page, the best comic book visually that you've ever seen, leaping off a page onto a movie screen. Wow, I mean it's it's really cool. Now, uh, I mean like the story was really good. Mm-hmm. But that's where I said, okay, well, it's not the best comic book story ever told in a comic book movie. Okay. Um, but as far as visually being a literal movie comic book, it's the best that there ever has been. Wow. I haven't... That's... that's. You know, that's, think of what's other I think movies you, that look like comic books. Um, well, I think um, really it's the only one. I mean, I, I talked about like a Scanner Darkly once before. That I I feel like is similar. 
But it's like cartooning live people. There's a comic book, a movie that was based on um, a comic book I used to love with Paul Giamatti in it. And that um, also kind of was a comic book leapt onto screen. Do you remember? You know what I'm I talking about? No. Um, it was like a, he was like a depressed man. Uh, what is it called? Anyway, go ahead. No, I don't, I don't know. But what, uh, oh, what was I going to say? I don't remember now. But I just think that it's a phenomenal idea that they had to do it that way because I don't really feel like you can have a, you know, a live comic book movie. American Splendor. With real people. That's the movie with Paul Giamatti. It's based on a comic book. And it's it's like, it's got the thought balloons and it's very, anyway, side the point. Okay. But I don't think you can have a real, a comic book movie like that with real people in it. Well, you could never do thought balloons with real people and and it be taken. But I don't even mean necessarily in that detail. Like the first Avengers movie felt like a comic book on screen. Not in the in the sense of pages and thought balloons, but it it had the pacing, it had the action, yeah. it had the visuals of a comic book. So I mean, I think you could go like that. This is like directly a comic book taken off the pages and put it onto a screen. Yeah, and it's a really really cool fun story. It's a fun story. Um, it's really funny. It's thought provoking, and then you get towards the middle and towards the end. It's pretty emotional. At points. Well, that's what I've that's what I've heard is that it can get pretty emotional. Yeah, which is good. It, ta- you need it takes that. you for a ride the whole gamut. So it's a, it's a really good movie, and it's great for checking out in the movie theaters because visually it's stunning. Really stunning movie. That's the good. colors and I loved the um, animation style. I loved how trippy it was. Um, I loved the representation of the kingpin. It's just like this giant block yeah. of a man. I loved um, that there was a female, like there's Spider Gwen, so yep. like a female yep. Spider Man. So that, I love the character of Spider Gwen. I think it's a phenomenal character. This could be a bit confusing of a movie for somebody that doesn't know anything about comic books or Spider Man. I could understand it's that. Kind it's of a lot depth. to unpack. There. Yeah, it is. So what I was amazed by with hearing that review that. Uh, uh, Kevin and Mark Bernardin did is that Mark Bernardin had a hand in making Miles Morales, basically. Oh, I didn't know that. So he didn't really make him, but he had written a comment on Twitter in 2010 that said, I think it was Twitter or it might have been an article, but it it was just like a small comment that said, like, why does Peter Parker always have to be a nerdy white guy? Not surprising of a, a comment from Mark Bernard, right? Um, but it blew up. People blew up and said, like, this is the only way Peter Parker could be. Like, there's no other Spider-Man. It's just the way he was written. You know, you can't change him like that. And that's all That's all it was. He got a ton of backlash on it, and he kind of dropped it. And then coming from that, uh, it was um, – uh, who created him? I can't remember. Brian, Brian Michael, Michael Bendis. Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis had saw um, a, a thing about this, about Mark talking about this, and and literally like thought to himself, "Why does he have to be that way? Like he doesn't have to be." And then that's when he created Miles Morales, and and Mark didn't really even know that it like it had happened, but 
he was involved with it, but he didn't, he's never read any of the comics. He right. said that in the review. He's like, I've never read any of the comics or like followed it at all. He's like, but this all stemmed from me making one comment about how, well, that whole ultimate Spider-Man comic book run. And then it became a cartoon. Yeah. Um, it's very well received. I didn't read a lot of it either. I think it's ridiculous that you say Peter Parker has to be a certain type of person when he's wearing a mask all the time. Anyways. Well, they make it all make perfect sense in the movie. The whole idea. Because he is white and whatever in the movie. Yeah. you got to watch yep. the movie. And it makes... I didn't know really the history of Miles Morales' Spider-Man. But it makes no, perfect sense at all. And now I do. You know? And it's fine. And I think it's great that, you know, he's half um, Hispanic, half um Yeah, no. And, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying that it is a bad thing whatsoever. I think it's... I think the character of of Spider-Man has always been whoever you want him to be well, that's because a, he's wearing a mask. I mean, that is a huge part of the movie. Okay. Like that's like I don't even want to give it away, but that's like the message of the movie. Like we are all Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly th- they're what they're talking at. about like this is the Spider-Verse, so now it's multiple dimensions of different Spider-Men. There's women and there's Sure. Um, you know, that's all different the kinds point. of people. That's the whole point of it. And I don't understand how anybody couldn't understand that when right. a guy's talking to you from behind the mask. So why wouldn't he be the first character that somebody could say, like, I could I could be that guy? Well, and that's why it makes perfect you know, sense or, of, like, or why, why can't be there be girl. more than one? Yeah. You know, why can't there be other dimensions? And that, that's, yeah. Yeah, there absolutely could be. And that character lends itself to that because um, it's... I guess Iron Man could be similar to that, like where Definitely. you could have more because it's than a robotic one, suit. Because it's a robotic suit, but, and there have been there have been female Iron Men. Have there? Yeah, I didn't know. I don't. Iron know Heart was oh, an okay. Iron Heart. Yeah. Uh, then after Tony Stark in the comics, I don't know if it's directly after, but he quits, and it's a female. I think it's. Uh, it's just like Robin. There's so many Robins. There's a female Robin. Yeah. It's just it, yeah. Peter Parker or the not Peter Parker, but uh, Spider Man character has has always been that way to me. So, um, Iron yeah. Man's female successor will be named Ironheart. That was in 2016. That was a big deal when that happened. Oh, so there was a female it. Thor. Oh yeah, I knew. I know that for a while. Absolutely. That was kind of gimmicky because I think that was a temporary thing. I think it was Jane uh, Fonda. Jane Foster, yes, yeah, Jane Foster, <laughs> Jane Foster, right? Oh, Jane Foster. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was Jane Fonda. Sorry. Played by Natalie Portman. Um, movie. Anyway, so, so yeah, that was really good. That? Definitely check it out. I'm, I need to. I've wanted to. I went to the movies, uh, with the mindset of going to see that that movie, and I I took my oldest son. And I was like, we're we're gonna go see Spider Man. You wanna see Spider Man? He's like, No. He's like, I wanna watch Aquaman. It's like But you, but you wanna watch Spider Man though, right? <laughs> he didn't. He wanted to watch Aquaman, it blew my mind. I'll talk about that one last, but Okay. Um it, by the way, if you stay through the credits for definitely there's two post credit scenes. I didn't stay for the last one, unfortunately. And it oh, introduces and one of my favorite characters. And I can't spoil it, but um, the the second first post credit scene is a like a 
quote and a tribute to Stanley. So is it? So is this? Is it setting it up for another movie? You yeah, can absolutely. have another movie? Yeah, no doubt about it. So is it another Miles Morales movie or a Spider-Verse movie? It'll be another Spider-Verse, but it brings in another Spider-Man from another dimension or timeline huh. who happens to be one of my favorites. Oh, I've got an idea of who that is. And it was be. a comic that I read and liked when I was in the 90s when I was a kid, and I still have like the first issue. Bagged and boarded. It's the only comic I ever had as a kid that was bagged and boarded, and I bought it that way, and I never took it out because I'm like, it has one of those like shiny foil like embossed covers. Yeah. So I just thought it was like super valuable, and I'm like, (laughs) I gotta save this. I'm sure it wasn't at the time. I mean, I'm sure it was more expensive than a normal comic book because it had that fancy cover. But um, anyway. Cool. Um. So, Bird Box. Oh, okay. I thought you were saving that one for last. No, I wanted to get this off the table right away. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> What's this, your mind? People God? have been obsessed with yeah. this movie. That's I'm like, Everybody's I've got to watch it. Everybody's it. talking about this movie. I thought we should probably talk about it as well since we both saw it. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm i just going to say it right now. I think it's useless. What a pile of hot garbage I, that movie it was. I hated it. Steaming pile of hot garbage it's not good i don't understand why sandra bullock would ever pick a movie to do like this i think she i would rather see her do another miscongeniality yeah why where did the buzz for this movie why no idea it's not good everybody was like thinking it was going to be the next quiet place which I never watched, but that looked I good. I didn't watch it I don't either, like, but first of all, got... I hate horror movies. Yeah, so do I. But I this was not a horror movie. I don't consider it a horror movie. I think it's just annoying. The yeah. whole movie is just annoying. It was not, me. yeah. And I really dislike the fact that they're in this room, they got the door shut, and they're like, they're still trying to figure out what's going on. And a guy's just like, I think, I, I, I think if we close our eyes, they can't can't hurt us anymore where in the world did you come up with that idea right. what gave you the idea that you're gonna just close your eyes and everything will be okay oh, now? the multitude of plot holes is it's just infuriating in this movie but the like, worst offense of this movie is the intense boringness of it <laughs> <laughs> yes it it's is super boring really if boring any of you any of the listeners like the movie that's fine Everybody can have their own opinion. That's why we're free and we're in the U.S. You can have your own opinion. You can love this movie. I love a lot of movies that people hate. Yeah. Um, I just really feel like this is probably garbage literature Yeah, turned into a garbage movie. Yeah. And it makes me angry. It's just so bad. And I just, it does make me mad that Sandra Bullock would do a movie like this. Yeah, because I'm a big fan of Sandra I think she's good. I think she's a good actress. Yeah. You know, I think... She can do the a lot better. The ending of that movie, I, I hated it. Yeah, it's dumb. That's <laughs> why they don't give you any information on anything. I even tried to Google it. I was like, what's, "I did the same exact what's thing." The creature. Afterwards. What's you know what happens here? What happens there? There's no answers. And I think that's fine. I don't mind that because I'm like, I don't. That's mind not the it point of the movie. Sense, but you know, whatever. The point of the movie is like her her journey. It's supposed to be yeah. not her literal journey, her emotional journey. It pisses me off that she says boy and girl. Like, you have the freaking capability of saying, like, Bill and Jane. But that's 
kind of the point of the movie. The forced point of the movie is supposed to be about her emotional development. Well, I hate that. Yeah. It doesn't do well. They don't, they don't portray it well. No, they don't. That's what they were trying. This whole movie was supposed to be about that. Huh. And then it just didn't work. Well, I'm glad you at least caught that part. Well, yeah, because at the end, uh, spoilers, but at the end, she like breaks down and then she's like, they're my kids. Yeah. You know, here's their names. And it's like about her, because at the beginning they set it all up like, I'm like a loner, blah, Uh blah, blah. I I can't connect with human beings. Yeah. And then like through this experience, she connects and cares about somebody other than herself. I don't know. That's what they were going for. That, I feel like that's a different movie. You should do that in a different movie. And they were trying, yeah. And then you don't need to do it in this movie where people are di- are killing themselves because. I mean, I thought some of the, the suicides vibration. were um, well done and interesting, sure. but I mean, as weird as that is to say, yeah, that sounds really weird. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> okay, that's not <laughs> what I meant to say. I I thought that um, like freaky. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, there's some like unsettling parts and unsettling, to it. but not in a horror way. Just kind of in like no. a what the hell. But it doesn't matter. It wasn't enough to make that movie interesting. Nope. I don't think it's interesting. Um, I even went out of my way to click a thumbs down. Oh wow! It. I never do that. I've never done that. I never upvote or downvote. I used movies. to, but then they got rid of that whole rating the stars. system. They got rid of the star it's system stupid. on Netflix. Why would you do that? Because the stuff they were producing were getting low stars. Huh. Some of the stuff. So they thought a thumbs Just down looks better. <laughs> but they don't display it based on stars now. It used to be yeah. like, you know, this is three stars. Right. I think they got rid of it, honestly, when, um, what's that? When uh, Amy Schumer had that special that oh, Netflix produced that was and it was like terrible. really, really bad. Yeah. And it got like one star and they're like, I think we're going to get rid of the star that, system. <laughs> that was the whole uh, controversy about her stealing jokes and stuff was yeah. from that one. That was, that's a Joe Rogan thing too. Yeah. She, he talks about that. But anyway, bird box awful. Don't waste your time. Yes, really don't. don't, don't listen to us and be like, I want to watch it now because I want to see how bad it is. Nope. Don't a, do it. A friend don't waste on Facebook. I felt like I wasted my time. Yeah. Significantly watching that movie. So a guy I went to high school posted on Facebook, at the moment I'm watching this movie, he's like, I'm watching Bird Box right now. He's like, what a crock of shit. He's like, do not watch this movie. He's like, and he said the exact same thing. Please listen to me. Do not waste your time watching this movie. And I was in the middle of watching it, and I was like, man, I wish you would have told me this like an hour ago. It doesn't even do a good job of holding your attention. No, I mean, I looked at my phone most of the time. My nephew was watching it at the same time, and he loves it. Yeah. He thinks it's the greatest movie ever. Mm. And It's too bad. You got a different brain than me, kid, because I just, it's not good. Okay, I'll, not good. when we're on that subject, I'll do one that's kind of in that vein, but on the other side of the spectrum. Um, I watched um, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. You did? The yeah. Choose Your Own Adventure the Choose movie. Your Own Adventure wow. game, uh, movie. Okay. Wow. Let's just, I mean, like. Okay, so I need to watch What an experience that was. No kidding. It's, I can't even fathom. How long is it, first off? It can be as long as you, it, it, there's many different endings. How long was yours? Um, Maybe two or three hours. Holy crap. There's five hours of footage. The creators of this had said there's so many multitudes of paths that there are scenes in that movie that will never be seen. 
that will never Whoa. be seen. He's like, I could, he's like, I couldn't even find them if I wanted to tell you how to find them. Cause there's just a specific like algorithm or something. Well, I mean, I will do. say uh, a lot of that's incredible. okay. Most of the choices you make are not, um, at least you don't think that they're, the movie depends on them, but like you might make one decision early. That's kind of a non, yeah. And that might it, change a scene here or there. It probably won't change the ultimate path ending. Mm-hmm. And some of those alternate endings are earlier. So you might get one a half an hour in, you might get one an hour in and that wow. kind of ends the movie. But then they do this weird, cool thing where it's like, I don't know if you would call it like choosing the wrong path, but like you might choose a path and then it pretty much ends the movie. Like it goes to an ultimate conclusion. That's like, at this point the movie's over and this is what happened, but you're only like 45 minutes in. Yeah. And then it goes back and says, and then it brings it up on a small TV and you can have the option of like jumping back to a previous decision oh, and choosing the other path. But it doesn't do it in a way. I'm making it sound like it's like a, oh, you screwed up. Start yeah, over and do yeah. this. No, it it does it in a really organic way. Um, there's probably a dozen or so significant decisions that significantly alter the course of things. Okay, I watched it. We did it for, and my wife watched it with me. And she she wasn't as hot on it as me because it's it's disturbing. Oh, really? And pretty creepy, for sure. Really? I mean, it's Black Mirror. Yeah, Black Mirror is that way. It's very, but... very creepy. Okay. Okay. To a point where I can't even, in so many different levels of creepiness to this movie. It's not, like, scary. There are a couple parts that I would consider that are a little bit scary, but not okay. horror. It's unsettling. Really? Okay. Because it's in this inception, like... Layers upon layers and upon layers. Okay, first of all, if people don't understand, this is a uh, an interactive movie on Netflix. That's a choose your own adventure. So you use your remote on Amazon to choose decisions. Yeah, you know they might be as is uh, the first one you make is the two. There's two different kinds of cereal. Like the dad's like, what kind of cereal do you want? And you choose one or the other. Now that's an innocuous thing. Yeah, it does slightly change what scenes you might get later on. Okay. Or there's several times where you you choose different music, like he's it's set in the 80s, oh, so he's like right. taking out his tapes and you're like you want to listen to this one or this one, kind of changes the soundtrack. The so these are like innocuous decisions. You think? No, they are kind of. Okay. Um, they don't really play a big role in the plot. They might get you some different scenes, but nothing like significant. There are some big ones that will end the story on uh, this path and wow. then give you the option to jump back. There are things you need to listen to, to, to understand what a password might be for later on that you enter in. Whoa. There are, I don't know how much you want me to spoil this. Can I no, spoil I don't, I don't want you to spoil it at all because I want to do this. Uh, yeah. But then again, I could have a completely different, no, I mean, a completely okay. different movie I've looked it you. up a lot. There's like five main end- endings. Okay. I wasn't, I didn't play it multiple times trying to get different endings, but through the course of doing it, I ended up with doing all five endings because four of the endings gave you the opportunity to jump back. One final oh. ending didn't. So you did jump back four times. 
several times, maybe even more than four. I jumped like way more than four because there's lots of times that a couple times I got like the same ending and I jump back because there's there's so many branching pathways in this thing. It's crazy. That's wild. Do you, I mean, think about the amount of two work years, and, and I can't believe it only took two years. This two is years so complex. Seems so short to me. This is so complex. How many people? How many writers are were involved with this? I mean, it had to be a ton. I I just want to talk about some of the different endings because it's so good. <laughs> okay, but I don't want to spoil it because some yeah, of them are some that... of them are so hilarious, and some of them are so fucking horrendous. Oh. And some of them are Let's crazy. Let's save it. Can we save it until at least I watch it? I mean, next podcast. Please. I'll just say this because it's a dynamic choose your own adventure thing. But you, as the viewer, are literally a character in the movie. Okay. In a way that doesn't make sense until you do it. Wow. You, you as the puppet master controlling these choices. Yeah. It's so inception like that it folds in on itself over and over again that like you are part of the story. The story is about you and the character and your dynamic with the character. Oh, that's weird. And the descent into madness that you're causing by making these choices, but also how your choices ultimately don't matter. It's great. <laughs> this it's a this mind so complete mind bending experience okay entertainment wise is it like the greatest thing in the world no but the novelty of that right and the, the appreciation that i think you end up with with the task that was involved makes the experience fulfilling at times it's frustrating okay well you've sold it to me because the whole reason i didn't i haven't watched it at all i mean it's been all over netflix it's always the big banner yeah. run um, I'll say story it's just wise, because I didn't want to be, I didn't want the work of doing that. It is work. Um, and at times it feels like work. Okay. And it, and it makes you expend significant mental energy. I feel like at times, are you kidding? Me? You have to really stick with it. Cause there's a lots of points where you'd be like, okay, I'm bailing out of this or I'm frustrated and I'm bailing out of it. You have to want to see it through. Cause you could spend, you know, two, three, four hours. I, I don't think you could do four hours. I think I did it in two, and I got every ending, basically. But there were several points where I could have bailed out, and there were points where I was getting a little bored with it. But yeah. it always find, manages a way to find a way to suck you back in, and you're interested enough that you want to see where it's going. Right. And it, it's not the best story in the world, but it's it's so cool. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that sells me right there. I think that's... After that, I kind of got obsessed and, and was reading all about it. There, uh, you and get it's through. the first of its kind for movie-wise. Yeah, well, it's They'd... crazy because everybody online is talking about this one like secret ending, which like not very many people get. I got on my first run-through on it. Oh, really? Now, you can go now and there's Reddit flowcharts oh. that show every decision and every this path. This is what's crazy about Reddit. There are people out there that get on Reddit that do this kind of stuff. Yeah. They spend days figuring this stuff out and making a flow chart for people. Yeah, but it's it's super cool to look at that flow chart that afterwards is nuts. and catch where you might have missed something or you could have changed um things a little bit. But anyway, this super so secret ending your, I got. So you've seen your path like what you chose yeah, for sure. in a flow chart. Once you've gone through That's all this, wild. 
and you've gotten um, that through is it, wild. like it makes way more sense when you're in it. It's very confusing and frustrating at times, but there's a super secret ending. I ended up with on the first time. <laughs> and How does that happen? I don't know. I don't. That, that super secret ending isn't because you pick cornflakes, <laughs> uh, sugar puffs. I think. Oh, okay. It might have had something to do with that. I don't know. <laughs> Um, you do know you looked at the no i don't know i don't know but um so this ending there's nothing momentous that happens visually in this ending but there's i don't know if i want to even say it i don't want you to i don't want you to spoil anything whatever happens in this and secret ending translates to a real world website that's very difficult to find that you can only find by doing something that i can't believe any human being figured out how to do and it brings you to a website that has content from the show because it's a show about a guy, a video game programmers from the eighties. Okay. And, um, Oh my God, there's so many layers in this thing. <laughs> so is this a website that they created because of this movie? For sure. Okay. Yeah. So you need to watch that and we'll talk about it cause you'll want to talk about it. All right. But that got me on a tangent of watching a bunch of other black mirrors, um, which I've seen a lot of them, but there's a handful that I haven't seen because some of them frankly are a little, um, I don't like horror. No, I don't either. But not all Black Mirror is horror. I would say about a third of them are fairly lighthearted. A third of them are pretty, pretty, um, will kind of ruin your day. And about a third of them are horrific. Really? Yeah. I, I haven't you watched, watched a lot of... No, I haven't watched a lot of uh, Black oh, Mirror at you all. Should, but... You should just go through all of them. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's a ton, no, isn't there's there? Not. There's three seasons and there's maybe eight episodes a season. That's it? Yeah. It's British, so... Yeah, they do they have short weird seasons, seasons over there. Of, yeah. Check it out. These are, but they're they are work mental. Black Mirror is like the Twilight Zone. It forces you to expel mental energy. It's like exhausting after you watch an episode of Black Mirror. Wow, because it's so crazy, man. It's that's, crazy. Yeah, that's all I've ever heard about it is that it's insane. I I've only watched like one episode. It's crazy, man. There's this one. Um, I think it's called. I can't remember this. Well, anyway, I won't get into it. Yeah. Just, just watch all I, the Black Mirrors again, before our Kevin next Smith, episode next week. Kevin Smith talks about it all the time, too, that there's this one episode that he just thinks is amazing. Which one? I don't remember what it's called. It's like the name of a town. Oh, you know what's really good? Is there's one. It's the last one in season three. Okay. It's called the USS Callister, and it's a Star Trek... A Star, a Star Trek... Um, parody kind of yeah and jesse plemons isn't it you know who that is i he know that in name. breaking bad anyway he's a guy and they, it's in the future and they have this like vr you can go into like a vr world of your choosing yeah well he chooses like to go into to, like star trek and he's the captain of like the enterprise and he's got his whole crew there um and it's kind of a you know lighthearted, but over time they start after he plugs out of the system, yeah, they kind of hang with the the characters, like the MP, like the computer generated characters, and you come to realize that he's going into this fantasy VR world to like torture and abuse and sexually oh, assault wow. these people, and it's like after the fact, and they're like, oh, he's plugged out, and like you're in their world now, and they're like terrified of him. Wow! And then they find a way to affect into the real world. To essentially get rid, get of, rid him. of him, it's it's awesome. That sounds neat, and that's not a particularly the, horrifying one. Some of them are 
pretty horrendously horrifying. But that's, um, <laughs> the, when, you, when you say those words, it makes me not want to watch. No, this I mean horrendously horrifying. There's a flowchart again okay. on uh, Reddit that says that divides all the episodes of Black Mirror into three levels: green, yellow, and red. And green is like, yay, these are fine. They're not happy endings necessarily, but they're right, fine. Right, but it's not. There's a really a good one called Nosedive. It's a good entry. That would be a good entry point. It's a lighthearted one. Okay. Then there's the middle. Because none of them connect, right? No. They're all separate They're all episodes. separate stories. They're just like the Twilight Zone. That's crazy. The middle section, the yellow section, is like really messed up and will definitely ruin your day. <laughs> um, and then the red section is like... This is like um, expert level mental tor- torment. <laughs> oh and you've seen all of them. Yeah, they're all worth watching, even the red level ones. But there's no, I have not seen all of them. There's, uh, I take that back. There's probably a half dozen of them I haven't seen. Several of them in the red section. <laughs> I can't watch them at night because I, I watch TV in my bed, you know, and yeah. usually after Marley goes to bed and she she if she's even if she's asleep they like infect her dreams so (laughs) that sounds awful yeah but a lot of them are not not nearly that most of them are like just weird and make you think Hmm. okay Uh, none of them are happy (laughs) that's great (laughs) none of them have happy endings well we've spent enough time on that yeah i need to watch it though yeah um my next one, we talked about it last week. It's nothing new, uh, but I had never seen it until recently, and I just texted you about it. Can you guess what it is? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Bright. Oh, Bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this movie had gotten really terrible reviews. Yeah, uh, By critics, mostly. Like, the critic reviews are just awful. Um, majority of user reviews or like regular viewer reviews were good. Um, and then I, so I finally decided to watch it because I felt like it wasn't going to be that good. And I greatly misinterpreted what I, what I thought it was going to be. It was, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I liked that. The movie. whole movie, uh, kept me pretty darn entertained. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad they're making a second one. Yeah, I'm really glad they're making a second one now. I think the premise of a magic wand, uh, the way they did that, is amazing. Yeah. It's a completely different play on a magic wand. It's not necessarily like a happy one. Um, You know, it's something that everybody has heard of and, like, wants to be a part of. Nobody really knows if they're around. That if they are, they want to get a piece of it. Right. Um, and it's like infectious to people. Like they just have to have it. Yeah. To a point where you're willing to like just murder everyone in order to have this wand. Yeah. And I think that's neat. I think that's really neat that you can take a fairy tale type story and turn it into that because you've got elves, you've got fairies, you've got orcs. Uh, and humans. Right. So now you got, like, humans are just humans, whatever. And then uh, orcs are basically, like, slummed people. They just, nobody likes them. They're kind of trash. 
in this world. Um, and then elves are like the high society of people. Yeah, they're like the rich yeah, elite. That, yes, they are the elitists. And then fairies are just basically an annoying bug. Uh, you don't really see fairies that much, except for right in the beginning he kills one. Right. Um, and right at the end. But it it's a interesting dynamic there between yeah. all three of those people. I thought it was going to be kind of clunky at first on how they did all this stuff, but it wasn't. No. I thought the makeup was really good. I didn't um, like a lot of like the racial allegory overtones. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. The whole movie is but based it, around that, In a lot that, of ways, basically. it doesn't make sense. Some of it. It's been a while since I've seen it, so... So the whole... The premise there was like there was a war between orcs and people. Right. I don't think the elves had anything to do with it. Um, I don't know. I think they did. Maybe they did. I, I don't remember the elves. It's basically anything. Lord of the Rings. Kind of, yeah. It was like a big fight between them, and but now they're all living together. Right. I did think it was funny in the beginning uh, when he's like, oh, why are you going through this town? I hate elf town. Right. And it was just like high society people walking around, you know? But... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I just like the dynamic between all all, all three of those uh, people, and I, I it's a good movie. It's yeah. a good premise. Will Smith is a great actor. Yeah, yes, he, he really is. And then Joel Edgerton, he was the the orc that uh, has they are cop friends and have to work together. Um, not they're not cop friends. They're not friends. <laughs> they partners. specifically say that. Um, yeah, they're just partners that have to work to, together. And then he's the first orc on the police squad, and it was a whole like outreach of diversity in the police force uh, in order to pull him in there. But just cool. I think it's a cool movie. I think it's definitely worth a watch if you're willing to. I mean, you got to have an open mind to begin with if you're going to watch a movie about orcs and elves, and, <laughs> right? And you know, whatever. It's basically a buddy cop movie with like the whole race issue right um they but, leaned into the race overtones a little more than they needed to yeah the whole like i said the whole that was my only problem with it the whole movie has um it when i say clunky it is a bit clunky when it comes to like just pouring out plot and story or like uh just describing everything like trying to give you backstory on everything, you know? And there's like a whole uh, scene where the feds come and interview this guy. I think it was the orc. No, no, no. It was um, just this ran random crazy guy in the street, right? They pick up this crazy guy in the street swinging a sword around. And they take him back to the uh, the precinct and they put him in a cell. And then he's being interviewed by these fed guys but they're they work for um you know like the fbi but for like the magic department and nobody knows that there is a magic department but they come in and they're showing pictures and they give you basically the backstory of each individual person and i i don't think that was done very well because it's very cut and dry like i'm going to give you the story of these people because they are main characters that are coming up here pretty soon right and you need to know about them yeah you know and that it was like before any of that happened, but they needed to tell you about these people before it happened so you understood. They needed to jam in exposition. Yeah, and they did They did that a few times. Like Just like when they went through Elftown, they 
they're driving through there and he's like, man, all these guys are so rich and highfalutin and they live better than we do. And they basically run the world. He's just like naming points and telling you like how these people are. So you understand. I just think they could have done that a little bit better, but all in all, I, I, I liked the movie a lot. Yeah, um, I did too. I so, was very surprised by the negative reaction to it. Yeah, I just don't think it should have had that big of a neg- negative reaction. But apparently, Netflix doesn't see the negative reaction. Otherwise, they wouldn't spend a bunch of money to have a second one made. Right, um, that's no. not a cheap movie. I no, guarantee you that. No, it couldn't be. Hundreds no of millions way. of dollars. Yeah, big for bu- sure. Big budget, bu- big box budget, whatever. I think it's funny. Uh, I think it's really smart on Netflix part to not. Uh, put out any of that information yeah it's when you i mean i know when you look at how much money netflix makes oh gosh it's obscene i mean that's why it's one of the biggest performing huge stocks and everything um so they can produce they have more money than probably all the movie studios combined yeah absolutely so when you you go like oh uh disney spent or universal spent 150 million dollars on this movie that's not to Netflix. That's it's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. That's like but one you know month they, of subscriber fees. You know what? Also, is smart that they're doing is that they're starting to buy a ton of films at like Cannes and Sundance right, for nothing. Yeah. And they're just they're just buying them and going to put them out on Netflix and they're platform, releasing them as Netflix originals, even yeah. though they're not. But. And they've been created before. You know, they've already created. They came to a film festival, and then which Netflix isn't new. In I mean, that happens all the time. But every movie, year, they're yeah, a movie what, studio now. Yes, that's, so that's what happens at film festivals: is movie studios buy movies. Yes, but that I think it's genius that Netflix finally got into that yeah. because they can. They've basically like tripled their content. And but I that think one was produced by Netflix last year. Last year at Sundance, Netflix was. It was the first time Netflix was ever the biggest buyer of movies. Like they bought the most movies out of any. Well, think film about company. it too. With all the, with all the competition, they have to have nonstop original programming coming out. That's yeah. good. Oh, they yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. even now and again, I get a little bit. You know, I, and I don't watch a ton of stuff, but there's lots of times when I get a little bit like, oh, there's nothing on Netflix now. There's yeah. like a dry period. Yeah, and they've set. It's kind of they set the self their they set their bar too high right off the bat because they had so many good shows. Yeah, and they still do. I mean, it's Stranger they, Things. Yeah, they I mean, still do. I'm just saying, like, I mean, how do you keep up with that? Right. Even for yourself, it's, you need it like nonstop. And they they're doing it. Yeah. So, anyway, if anybody uh, has an open mind to uh, strange fantasy type movies, it's um, a good one. Yeah, that's bright. I got a, a quick one. Um, I've talked about it before. I watched like the next two episodes of Happy. Oh yeah, it just keeps getting better. Does it really? Like it gets haven't... better after the first one. Really? Like the second episode's great. It's great, man. That is an awesome show. Is it an hour? I don't know. I, I think. I mean, you're the one who's watching it. I, it. You don't even pay attention to the time when you're watching it. You oh. just get sucked in. Um, it's got to be. An I hour, think it's an right? hour. I, I think it was a it mini series. A... I don't know if it was a. a sh- uh, I think it was a mini series. So there's a short number of shows. There's not very many shows. Then. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But I'm on like episode three. Okay. I I had thought you had watched a full season of it. Or no, no, no. But last time I brought it up, I had only seen one. Oh, one, uh, okay. I think it's. 
I think it gets better. The second episode's better than the first. And then I think the third. How's how's the production on that? Like, because it's a no, sci-fi it's a, it's show, right? It's a series, right? Okay, it's a series. It's a second series coming, second season. But it's on sci-fi. Um, it's well, it's on Netflix right now. That's where I'm watching it. But it was originally a sci-fi show. It still will be in 2019 Easter when it comes out with season two. It'll be on sci-fi. Yeah, that's all. I'm... So how's the production on it? Because they the first one I thought was like because so, sci-fi so. is not a huge budget. But the second one's much better, and then the third one's even better. The it's, pilot's never going to be that good because you don't want to sink a ton of money in a pilot. Yeah, it was the pilot was not as great. This it's like Sin City, it's like that. Oh, okay. But not black and white, and yeah. it's very violent, uber violent. It's, uh, that's it's, it's the, really that's good. the point, though. I mean, it's weird. Oh, it's very weird. Grant Morrison is a weird dude. He's the creator of the comic book. and But it's even filmed weird, and like it's high intensity, high energy. I guarantee you. I mean, Grant Morrison had to have had a, a hand I in the show. I thought you were just going to say Grant, like he's your buddy. Well, it's Like, I know that. Grant, you know, and we were talking. I feel like I'm talking about my kid. It's like <laughs> me and <true>. Grant. <laughs> no, uh, for sure. It's good. Check it out. Yeah, that's something I do need to see. You've got so many shows that's that it. I need I'm to done. see. That's all my... I don't know how you get to them all the time. Well, you know, I've been off for two weeks, so... Yeah, that's true. So, uh, I... Yeah, so I already said once that we went to the movies, and I was trying to get Grady to go see Spider-Man. Didn't want to do it. So instead, we went and saw Aquaman, which I wasn't completely disappointed in whatsoever, because... I did want to see that movie. I want to see it. I have very little interest in going to the movie theater to see it. but I tell you what, it's a movie that I would rather see in the movie theater, I think, than on I totally buy that. I mean... Because... Okay, so first off, Jason Momoa caught me, my attention in uh, Justice League, big time. Not Game of Thrones? With his... No, with his Aquaman portrayal. That's... With him being Aquaman in that movie, that's what caught my attention and thought, like, man, they could really have a character there, I think. I thought it was weird that he was in Justice League and was, like, jumping around off of things, you know. I I, I thought of his, like, role in Justice League was strange, but the character was good. Okay. Anyway, so come up to this movie, I was pretty excited about it it was getting and then it started getting really good reviews it did it got good reviews yeah and so i got kind of excited to see it i didn't think i would see it in theaters i I said that on the last podcast i didn't think it was one that i would go see um anyway i did my son wanted to see it and i'll i will see any comic book movie that he wants to go see so uh actually it was me uh, my brother-in-law cade grady and um, my niece, Vera, uh, Katie, my sister's oldest daughter. I didn't think she was going to last, but she liked it a lot. Both of them, both of the kids enjoyed wow, it's this a movie. a big budget action movie. Loved it. Um, so it's, do you want me to do like a whole review or just tell you what I liked? I mean, you can recap it. Whatever. It's, Spoilers? Here's, yeah. I'm not going to see it, so. Okay. I mean, I'm prop. I might. I'll try, but so. I mean, I'll see it when it comes out on 
Blu-ray. Yeah, but. for sure. It's still, I'm not going to really spoil it to where you can't watch it again. Right. I, you I'm need guessing to watch there's it. not any big revelations. No, it's just a, it's a really good, it's a really good movie. I, I definitely enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. It's long. Oh, really? It's like two and a half hours. Oh, wow. It's, it's like two hours, 23 minutes. Wait, that like seems that. pretty unnecessary. It's a lot of Aquaman and they definitely could have cut it down a little bit. There are some spots that you just don't really need in there. Like, I feel like, so the whole premise was that they needed to go get um, a trident from the king of Atlantis. Um, And they portray Atlantis being a regular city on Earth, just like every other city. And it ends up falling, like, into the ocean. And it just, like, fell off the face of the earth like they say California is going to do. And it just drops into the ocean. And the people that live there, some of them died. And then some of them turned into fish, like, legitimate fish people. Some degraded further than that and went into, like, crustaceans and crabs and things like that. Uh, Some of them got to be the trench people. Have you heard about the trench people? No. So there's, like, a trench, a big trench. And then there's like these trench monsters uh, that are cr- creepy as hell. Like they're very creepy things because um, you see those in the movie. Uh, and then you have like the regular aqua people from At- Atlantis. Uh, it, that premise is kind of cool. But anyway, the guy who started that city, like the original king, had this trident. Right. And the true king needs to get that trident back Uh in order to be like the king of the ocean, basically. And so they've been looking for it for a long time, but everybody thought it was a myth. So wait, wait, this is a prequel to Justice League? No. Didn't he have the trident in Justice League? He had a trident, but it wasn't this one. Okay. He had his mother's trident. Gotcha. Right off the bat. He had his mother's trident. That's not this one. Um, a lot of tridents. There's three. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. his half-brother, Orm, who is turns into Ocean Master. He's like the main villain of uh, Aquaman. I thought it was Black Manta. He is too. There's okay. two villains in this movie. Gotcha. This is where they could have cut it down. So they could have just had two separate movies, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, Black Manta doesn't have a huge role in it, but I think they did set it up well so that he can come back in different movies. Okay visually this movie is amazing i've heard that it's incredible it's did you see it in 3d no i didn't i don't even know if it's in out in 3d i I don't remember but the i i had i just saw the one at one o'clock and i I, that's the time i could go um it wasn't in 3d but it's visually absolutely amazing i was amazed at what they could do underwater you know what i mean i was really hesitant on what it was going to look like underwater when they were talking to each other I, you know how like Superman's lips and mouth looked, yeah. In uh, Justice League, that's how I felt like it was gonna look. No, it doesn't. The, whoever spent time, every they spent so much money on this movie because every single shot of somebody talking underwater is CGI, like all their hair and everything yeah. is all CGI because it has to look like it's floating in water, and it does. It looks perfect. Like huh. it's amazing what they did with the people underwater because. They can just talk like normal underwater. Um, that's one of their skills, and they swim really fast. Um, 
so that part's amazing. It's visually amazing. They had to do the movie as an origin story, right? Right, because nobody knows the origin of Aquaman. I don't even know the origin of Aquaman. Exactly. I was thinking about this earlier, and I was thinking, I hate origin stories. I do, only because I know about most of these characters. Right. And at this point now, a lot of people know about most of these characters, like Batman, Superman, Iron Man now, uh, the Avengers. Like Name all of them. People know about all of them. Like, most people just don't need origin stories. This character needed the origin story. So that was helpful in the beginning on how Aquaman was even created. Uh, And his mom came from the ocean. She was Atlanta is her name. Uh, She comes out of the ocean. His dad lives in a, uh, uh, what's those things on the edge of the coast? Like a beach house? No, it's got like a oh a lighthouse. A lighthouse. I was like, it's got okay. a light in it. <laughs> yeah, lighthouse. So he's he lives in the lighthouse. He's like a lighthouse keeper, and then he finds this woman laying on the rocks with her trident. It's his. It's Atlanta. She, he like she's cut and bleeding all over. He brings her back into the house, like tries to save her. He does, and then they fall in love, end up having a kid. Um turns into their love story for a little while they have the kid all the people from atlanta are still searching for her because she was not supposed to leave the water and that's the big battle there they don't want earth or land people to know about them and they feel like land people are finding out about them uh that's the whole premise of orm who is now the leader of uh atlantis uh he gets all these other people involved because he says that the land dwellers have found out about him and are going to attack him. But he is working with Black Manta to, like, set it up to look that way. Oh, gotcha. So Black Manta, like, is kind of like a pirate, basically. And Aquaman kills Black Manta's dad, and so that's why Black Manta hates this guy. Uh, hates Aquaman, and he's working with Orm. He steals a submarine, comes down to their world in this submarine, starts blowing crap up, and it makes it look like right land people have found out about him, and that's how he gets all of these groups of, of fish people, basically, to want to fight them and take the fight to them, even though nobody on land knows about him. He just wants to start attacking land. And they they do it kind of well because of, uh, like, pollution in the ocean. It's right. a big, like, don't pollute the ocean kind of agenda there because uh, they do show, like, all this pollution in the ocean and how the ocean starts pushing all of the debris back on shore. Uh, and they give, like, news articles and, like, uh, little news clips about how much, de- like, trash is washing up on the beaches and it's because, like, all these ocean people are pushing it back out there. Uh, so that's the premise. Like, he's going to attack Orm, turns into the Ocean Master once he gets all these other families involved, and he's going to attack land. Aquaman can't let that happen. So him and this lady, Mara, go and get this trident, finally, and then come back to fight him off. 
once he gets that trident, then he's actually like the king of the ocean. Uh, but he has to make everyone understand that. Right. And the final like fight scene is amazing. It's really good. And that's when he's really controlling like all the fish, even though he's always had that capability, but that's when he's really doing it after he gets this trident. The one big flaw, or there's two. There's two flaws that I, I think are in this movie. So they spent a crap load of money on CGI and effects and stuff, and it makes it look amazing. But I really, really feel like um, Black Manta's suit is a little... I thought that's one thing everybody's been saying how awesome it is. It looks exactly like the comic book character, yes. But it, when you're watching the movie, to me... It takes it, you out of it. It felt like... You know how the like in the early 90s with the Power Rangers and stuff? Yeah. Their suits? Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. It's like you can clearly see it's this guy in a plastic suit. Like oh, he's got yeah. a plastic helmet on pictures. and fighting people. And it just felt strange to me. And then when you go... So this is a spoilers part. Uh, if nobody wants to hear this, then turn it off. But the spoilers part of this is that everyone thinks that Aquaman's mom is dead. And Aquaman and Orm are half-brothers because they share a mom. So Orm thinks his mom's dead, too, because they take her over to the trench, and this is where they get rid of people. They take him over to the trench, drop him in the trench... Trench people kill you because there's just thousands and thousands, probably millions of trench monsters because they show Aquaman and Mara swimming down into this trench and they keep flares and the flares keep them away from them. But they show like this mass of trench people coming after them and it's just them swimming in between and they just stay away because of those flares. Hmm. And it's a pretty cool scene. Um, and everybody thinks they're dead, but then there's like this underwater world that they end up getting, they go into. It's like this portal kind of that goes to a different dimension, basically. And his mom's there, but she's also, she's like wearing a skull of one of those trench people. And she's wearing like bones of them as like armor. That also looks like a completely ridiculous costume hmm. that I thought they could have done much better with. Uh, so, so that 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 was kind of goofy. I thought that could have been better. And then after he gets the trident and he comes back and he's in control of all the fish and everybody, he's riding. He comes back. This is also a spoiler part. And he's riding this, like, big, like, it's like a, I don't even know what you'd call it. It's like a demon thing. Hmm. It's got, like, two big, it looks cool, but... It's again like this kind of like lava guy. I don't know what it is. It's this big beast of a thing that I feel like is completely unnecessary. And I thought it kind of brought it back to where Justice League, Wonder Woman. Or like Doomsday and yeah, Batman for I, Superman. I thought that was kind of unnecessary. Like if you're in control of all these fish and all these different creatures in the ocean, why did you need to ride on this big thing? Right. To come in and destroy everything. Like, it, it just, that felt kind of unnecessary to me, too. So, those are kind of two little parts that I don't think needed to happen. And he's not on that thing for a very long time. Uh, but it was long enough to where I was like, come on, get up, get off of that. 
Like, just quit <laughs> writing on that thing. You don't need it. You're, like, super powerful now. The coolest part, though, is that he does get back into the orange shirt and green pants. Yeah. You think it'd be kind of dumb to get him in that original suit, but once he gets the trident and it automatically, like, just appears on him, it's pretty badass. Yeah. I th- yeah. Once I saw him and he was standing there, I was like, holy shit, that's cool. Hey, I'm not going to lie. Kind of making me want to see it. It's it's worth a watch. I, I really do believe it's, it's um, a it's, it's got a good director. It's aw- it's an James, awesome movie. James Wan. I think he did some Fast and Furious. Yeah, he movies. did a bunch of Fast and Furious. Uh, it's it's an awesome movie. There's a couple clunky parts, and it's super long, but better than Wonder Woman. Uh yeah, well yeah, I would agree. I would think it is better than Wonder Woman because it's like two movies. The best new DC universe movie? Would you say? Would you go that far? Yes, for sure. I think it's the start of very good things for DC if they continue with this type of movie. Just because the the visual aspect of this movie with like, it's almost, I would uh, call it like a Tron. Like with how bright and flashy Tron is, you know, with... Would you like, like Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Okay. Very similar to that. I feel like it's, it's a, it is darker because it's underwater. You know, so it is kind of dark down there, like literally dark. Yeah. Uh, until you get to the city. Like once you actually get into this city, it's amazing what they've done hmm. with that city. It's huge. It's a, just a massive city. At first you think all this stuff is really small, but then once you actually come into the city and realize how big it is, whoa, like it's, it's pretty cool. Hmm. So if anybody wants to go see that movie, you should. Yeah. Because it's... It's really good. Jason go. Momoa is really, really great in it too. And there's one hilarious part that I gotta that I gotta talk about. He meets up with he's out like Jason Momoa is out in the ocean saving people, doing things. He comes back home and meets his dad for like some beers at the bar. They're just drinking like crazy. But these big like biker biker type guys come up behind him and there was a news thing on the tv talking about aquaman and his dad looks at him he's like you're doing it aren't you like saving people and he's like oh whatever you know yeah he's like i, I do it a little bit he doesn't want to admit that he's doing that well these big biker guys come up behind him and they like hit him on the shoulder they're like hey you that aqua are you yeah are you that aquaman guy that everyone talks about and he's like he like spilt his beer when he hit him in the back so you think like, oh shit, like here it goes. And his dad looks at him and he just does like gives him a nod, like, do what you gotta do. So he stands up and he turns around, and he's like, What's it to you? He's like and you think they're gonna fight, and then he's like, Hey, can I get a selfie with you? Like it'd be really <laughs> cool. And they're all like and they do this like little montage of them like taking selfies and drinking like beer together and having a good time. And then they all get like super trash. It it's a pretty funny part. I, <laughs> I liked that part in it. It's not a super funny movie. That's like basically the only. Oh, I thought it was supposed to. I thought it was going to be humor because he's like the comic relief kind of of Justice League. I mean, he's got little quips that are funny, but it's not. I would not call it comedy by any means. They got they got a ways to go to catch up with Marvel in that department. I think Flash could have been that guy. Yeah, because Flash was that guy in in Justice League too. 
Yeah, and they're supposed to be making a movie, right? Or did it get canceled? I don't know. I They lost like four directors, and then they put it all on hold. So I think it's still... I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah, I think it's if still Aquaman in the lineup. If Aquaman is successful, it will happen. It should. I think it's a really good thing. But yeah, I, I give it definitely a thumbs up. You got to go see it. It's worth... I mean, all the monies that it has made, I think is granted and warranted. Let's see what the box office is in Aquaman. Domestic total. Oh, it's like seven hundred million. $222 Foreign and domestic total worldwide gross, $846 million. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> It'll Holy be over a billion dollars movie. That's got to be the highest grossing DC movie. I think it is now. At first, I think... Uh, well, Dark Knight was... It's one of the highest of all times. Yeah. Not counting that. I know Batman vs Superman got over a billion. I think it did, but I think opening this is going to be higher. But opening weekend before Christmas, it's the highest grossing movie ever. Um, it's yeah, that's very high. That's a that's I didn't know it was making that much money. Man, like everybody wants to see that. Yeah, it's huge. It's a huge movie right now. It's, it did really well overseas. And that's just it came out like three weeks ago. Twenty first, December twenty first. Not even three weeks ago. Yeah. So it's got another couple hundred million to go. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. Good really for good. them. They'll make more. That, yeah, they'll, they have to make another Aquaman. They well, have to. Now, they the way they've set it up, that. the way they've set it up, they definitely have to make another Aquaman because they kept Orm alive and they kept Black Manta alive. So both of Spoilers. those. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. They, they did. It's. Nobody dies in the movie except for, like, soldiers and stuff that don't mean anything. I wonder, uh, the 13-day total for Wonder Woman is about was about the same. Domestic. Um, oh, here is all the DC movies. Um, so, domestic gross of Man of Steel was about 300 Batman vs. Superman was about 330. Suicide Squad is about 325. Wonder Woman about 412. Justice League about 230. That's just domestic now. Mm-hmm. Like worldwide is always like double, triple domestic. Oh, yeah. um, as far as opening weekend goes, oh, it's not even. Uh, Batman vs. Superman was 166 million. Aquaman was 67 million. So actually, as opening weekend goes, it's the, it's the lowest of all the, for just opening weekend. Hmm. But that totally makes sense. Right. Because all those other movies were team movies. Suicide Squad's kind of surprising to me. That was not a great movie. No, it wasn't at all. Worldwide gross, um, right now, Aquaman is almost above Batman vs. Superman's total for its entire run. Which was eight seventy three, and Aquaman's at eight forty six. Wonder Woman, it's already above Wonder Woman. Um, Wonder Woman's whole run, yeah, it's way above Justice League and Man of Steel, and all of those movies did very well, though. So, if anybody, oh, yeah, they've all done well. If anybody was sitting here trying to say that these movies aren't uh, performing well, they're crazy. They do perform well, just not as well as Marvel. Well, I I don't know. Some of well, these numbers are Mar- these are Marvel. Level now, now they, yeah, like Aquaman's definitely on par with Marvel. I think it's up there in like the top three movies. I mean, it definitely that has to be outgrossing 
probably a lot of the Iron Man's Thor's for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about too. Is that I I just watched uh, Iron Man two again. Mm-hmm. It's decent, but not as good as I remember. Well, that was like famously one of the worst. Yeah, it's not anything Marvel movies. I would, uh... Mar- Iron Man three is much better. Is it? I don't remember. That's a Shane Black. Uh, made that one. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was one of his other movies. Yeah, and he was in Predator. A Predator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to go see it now. Now that I see these numbers and your review. It's long. It's you got to be in oh, I, for I, the whole I, thing. I, I like long movies. No, I know you do. I like long podcasts like this we one. We love long podcasts. <laughs> we should probably wrap it up. Pretty quick. So we're into the new year, 2019. This is going to be the year of snarf. It is. That's what we're calling That's it. That's the name of the it's podcast. It's the new Chinese New Year. This, like... Snarf. Everything that we've done, we started at the end of... Just in the last couple months here. Yes. And we are going into 2019 with way more knowledge and excitement. For sure. And um, we haven't been writing much because holidays. It's just... December t- is like a multi... It's like a time like warp. So everything we've always talked about that has that takes up most of our life is work and family. December is like family. That's it, man. It's all family. And work because and it's the end of the year. and Yeah, and work, but you do have a lot of time off, like we were talking about, which is great. But that's, I mean, it's all because of holiday parties, you know, New Year's, all that kind of stuff. It just takes up so much school time. School stuff, our school programs. Everyone's and... sick all the time. Everybody's sick, yeah. It just doesn't... I'm just going to keep repeating everything you say, right? <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. It's just not conducive to push out content. No. So we're newly renewed, though, with our 2019 vows. Yes. Or uh, resolutions. Resolutions. So we're, uh, we're going to be writing a lot more here in the next couple weeks. We're going to try and podcast every week. I don't see why we can't now. I think we can. I mean, I'm going to go on vacation in February, but... Um, but did you ever line up our interview? One week. No, I need to do that. You haven't reached out? No. Yeah, you need to do that. Yeah, I do. Um, so we got some good interviews coming up. Um, let us know what you want us to hear. And please give us feedback. And please leave a review. Yeah, absolutely. And um, tell your friends. Spread the word. That's all we ask of you. It's not much. I really want to get viewership outside of Grundy County. <laughs> If at all possible, yeah. I don't want to just be listened to by our friends. Yeah. But that's fine. I don't really care. We just do it for ourselves. I love it. The the feedback that we've got is already great, so keep it coming. Did you make any other New Year's resolutions? Uh, No, I never usually do. Because it's just, I know, that's not something I need to do. I'm just making, my resolutions have been all vis-a-vis writing more. Yeah, absolutely, I need to do that. I didn't. Like not eating anymore at all. Yeah, that definitely needs to stop for me. But when I was sick, I didn't eat at all. I lost like six pounds. I am like have gained over the last month like so much. Yeah. So we... I would have normally had I not been sick for the last week. I had no appetite. Going hardcore ketogenic. That's what I need to do again. Which I have been for three days now, and I feel amazing. Do you really? It's so good. Yeah, it is. It's a great diet. Yeah. I think it's phenomenal if you can... Sustain it. I'm sustaining it until at least I go on vacation. Well, yeah, that would be impossible on vacation, I think. So, anyway, that's about it. Yeah, I'm good. All right. 
Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.